Sandra, <laughs> look at you. You're all dressed up. For butter, butter hair. Kobe made me do it, you know? Oh, <laughs> is that butter hair? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was blogging that, and then, yeah, they released the photos, and as soon as I saw, I think it was it was the first group photo, and Hobie had the yellow hair, and I was like, all right, well, we're doing this now. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's dedication <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't know, because I, I mean, I love the blonde, but it's also like, you know, I mean, I just, I always changing my hair anyway and I was like oh this yeah gonna be a good reason let me just switch it up um, I know. but yeah <laughs> it's been so long since I dyed my hair so I went red um 2019 um and uh well it was for my show I decided okay I need to do something different visually so I decided <laughs> okay I'm gonna go red because back then there weren't a lot of people doing red they were doing a lot of you know um, blues and greens and some purples and pink, a lot of pinks, but like no one was doing red. So I went red. And then all of a sudden I see everyone doing red. Now <laughs> it's not because I was a trendsetter. I think it's because like, you know how when you, uh, when you uh, actually start doing something then you notice that everyone's doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that was, I mean, I've, I, it was funny because there was times for like, because one of my other default colors that I liked was like gray, like silver. And I would like go to the store, you know, to pick up more dye and like every gray with like every brand was sold out. And it's like, I'm not seeing people with gray hair. So like, where is this dye going? <laughs> What's happening? That's funny. Well, you know, you know whose favorite hair color is silver, gray. Or um, was, yeah, that silver color. Which member, which member's favorite hair color is silver? Oh, a little trivia. I'm going to, oh, is it between Jimin and Namjoon? Yes, between those two. Hmm. I'm trying to think who has had it. I feel like, hmm. Oh, they both had it. Oh, then they both look good with it. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the uh... gosh 50 50 and I'm like oh, I feel so much pressure right now um I feel like I almost feel like I, I've seen Junie be asked this question he maybe like said a color like a color color so maybe Jimin is it Jimin no oh, it's, it's not Jimin <laughs> okay so i don't yeah and i don't know that if it was said during like an interview interview it might have been one of those like behind the scenes kind of stuff. yeah yeah i don't remember um <laughs> I, i've seen so many of them back to back so it's like they all sort of but anyway <laughs> uh so yeah so uh let me just introduce you uh so this is cassandra i met her recently and she's amazingly army <laughs> <laughs> and, and for those who know what that means, you know what that means. Um, anyway, so for those who don't know, uh, so the uh, South Korean boy band. Now it's difficult for me to say South Korean because mm -hmm. I know Korea is Korea. I mean, I know like there's North Korea and South Korea, but there was a time when it was just one Korea. So like I don't ever refer to it as North and South. It's only like when I talk to like 
uh, non-Koreans, I would say, South. But anyway, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So South Korean boy band, BTS, uh, they hit the world stage uh, by a storm. (laughs) I think uh, 2018, I know they debuted in 2014. Uh, 2013. 2013 they debuted in 2013 but they really hit the world stage i think in 2018 right or maybe a little um, sooner 2017 maybe a little bit sooner i think um actually around like 2015 is kind of when things started popping off where they're like it was um with the most beautiful moment of um most beautiful moment in life. Um, so with like uh, Run and Save Me and uh, I Need You and those songs. And that's where I started, kind of started getting momentum. And then 2016, you kind of really start seeing them on a lot more award shows and whatnot, mm. performing with uh, Blood, Sweat and Tears, which like, if I could just see that live just once, like before I die, like <laughs> that choreo, like I will be happy. Um, but yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, it's just been like, yeah, from there, it's, you know, 2017, 2018, like, it's just been insane. And it's like, I, I can't imagine them getting any bigger than they are. And they just, they keep going. And I'm like, it's almost alarming at this point, because it's like, it, it just the universe, like, can't hold it. Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's um, too much yeah, no, <laughs> I, I feel like they need to get a little bigger, just a little bigger. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, because um, Jin's 28, I think. Is he 28 or 29 this year? He might be 29 uh, 28. this year. 28. Well, it, Korean age, 29. Yeah, 28. Yeah, Korean age is 20. Well, no, this is 2021. He was born in 1992. So he's mm-hmm. 29. So even by American age. But um, in Korean age, he's actually, he's actually 30 now. Well, he's um, December fourth, nineteen ninety-two. So he's um, he's a, he's a few months older than me. He's five months older than me. Uh, exactly. Okay. So, but anyway, yeah. he has to go to the army when he hits thirty. So I wonder that if that thirty is the actual age or the Korean age. Um, it, yeah. yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure because um, well, okay. Well, anyway, so. So, so something needs something's gonna happen. So I feel I feel like it, they need to get a little bigger by that time, and then and then there's gonna be some changes, right? So um, whether it's just Jin going to the army and then the rest, of, and so they all go to the army when they hit thirty in succession, mm-hmm. um, and then come out and rejoin the group that way, or. Or they decide, hey, let's just all go to the army at the same time and then come out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who That's knows? That's the question. I mean, I, I do like in my mind, I feel like it would actually be, well, first of all, I mean, they've already gotten the deferment. So, which, you know, which otherwise Jin and Yoongi would be gone right now if right. they didn't have that. So right. um, that's specifically because of their achievements that they've been able, um, you know, to get that special deferment. So, right. You know, of course, we're hoping, you know, as fans like that, you know, for them and like the things that they've accomplished, because it's not like they're just, you know, another, you know, K-pop boy group, like what they've done and the contributions they make to to Korea, it just everything just in general, it's like, why would you like, why, just let them? No, they can't. They can't. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, that would set a precedence and, you know, they can't mm-hmm. do that. And then how do you measure like what level of, you know, contribution 
would meet a, that certain threshold for them to be waived, you know? Um, well, I don't that's the think, thing, because, yeah. I mean, well, because there, because there are those exceptions for, for, for certain cases, whereas musicians, athletes, well, not, you know, K-pop idols usually, but other, you know, classical musicians, things like that. Yeah. Um, so that's where there's that, that conversation where it's like, well, you know, if this athlete has won the certain medal or the certain achievement, they're able to be exempt. And then so for BTS and part of why, you know, they're able to get the deferment is that they have, um, you know, received awards from the Korean government directly and whatnot. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so that's where like that, that talk with the deferment starts, like for right now, yeah, like the delay. Yeah. And then like, what is, you know, what would be the next step? Like if, if at all possible, like, yeah, what would they need to achieve, you know, to really be able to yeah exempt so uh, so i guess yeah i guess there are exemptions so the for those listening um who are wondering what all this talk is about so in south korea there is a compulsory um uh military service like you know many other countries like israel has that too uh where you have to i think germany also you have to serve in the military uh for what is it 18 months or something like that i think yeah what I think my father's generation, it was like minimum two years or something. But anyway, mm-hmm. so you have to, and uh, and you can defer, like if you're in the middle of school or something or some, you know, uh, cases, you can defer uh, to a certain age, but then, you know, you ha- eventually you have to go and it's compulsory. Um, so, and I think that's in Korea, it's only applicable to men. I don't think it has gone yeah. to women. Um I think in Israel, it might also include women too. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, so we digressed a little bit. I was in the middle of introducing you. <laughs> I know. Conversation. That's where it goes. <laughs> right. This is conversation. But I do want to get to the introduction because um, we, what we're going to do is after I introduce Cassandra, we're going to get a tour of her room beautifully and probably crazily (laughs) decorated so okay and then and then after that we're gonna sit down we're gonna talk some more um so cassandra is a a bts army so that's what bts fans are called they're called army um and uh and i have to say not that i i follow pop culture or you know pop idols or even pop music i mean being a singer songwriter you would think i would be like very into music but like i'm not really that into pop uh music Mm -hmm. or pop culture that much although you know i'm aware of you know big stuff that are happening um but i'm not really that into it so um but even so, um, at least from what I can tell, BTS, when, I mean, aside from being an amazing uh, musical group, um, and also I think themselves as people, not just as performers, but as people, I think they're quite amazing in a lot of ways, uh, but their fan base is the most dedicated, uh, loyal, <laughs> group of people that I have ever witnessed and uh, so not only are BTS fans a BTS army uh, just dedicated to you know and and just uh, uh, love BTS but I feel like 
I feel like they themselves are kind of a movement, you know, of sorts. And, um, and also it's worldwide. So it's not like just a bunch of, you know, uh, Asian teeny boppers, you know, screaming their heads <laughs> out. No, this is across the world of like practically every nation, uh, all age groups. Now, Cassandra and I are quite, there's a, quite a gap, I'm sure, between our ages. I'm in my 50s. <laughs> and, um, and I have recently, you know, compared to Cassandra, I'm not say I'm I'm not sure I can call myself army, but <laughs> you'll get there. You'll, it'll happen. <laughs> but uh, but I have recently become rather uh, uh, what do you call it? They grew on me. They really grew on me, and uh, and I, be, I have become very enamored with the group and their music, um, and just them, and so. Uh, for the past few months, I've been watching like a lot of their videos and just to getting used to uh, or getting um, acquainted with their stuff and also watching a lot of like behind the scenes videos as well. But anyway, so yes, so Cassandra is BTS ARMY and I met her recently and I think you're so charming. I think, oh, <laughs> you know, you. yeah, and, and like, uh, and you go all out. Um, okay, before we go to the room, I do want to <laughs> mention one of the things I noticed when I when I met her was um, you have several tattoos <laughs> of BTS member names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want to show yeah. that to us? Speaking of speaking of dedication, yeah, um, yeah. I know it's not like terribly creative, but I was like, this is like. I just like I need to do this actually so before I even just show them off so so two so two of them um my one friend who I used to work with um who's also an army um she like sent me this picture one day and it was this girl who got it, it was Yungi she got uh his name behind her ear and I was like oh she was like oh that's something you would totally do and I was like yeah that is something I would do um except I got it um on my hand so for me um and so we'll do a quick uh, dictionary thing here um sure. bias so my biases uh your bias is kind of as the name sort of implies like your favorites so um usually people have one in a group um but i i have two two and a half so it gets like very expensive sometimes because like uh, like you'll see i have a lot of things but it's just like i need to buy like one for each of them like i can't just like, i can't just get one because then i'll feel guilty about it and like i get like i said well like <laughs> it's this whole thing so anyway, my tattoos. So, so we have um, on the left hand, we have Jung Ho Suk. Yes. Yes. And then, yes. And then um, on the right hand, ugh, I can turn my wrist. Min Yoongi. Min Yoongi. Yeah. Min Yoongi. And then uh, Bang Fun Sun Yoon Dem. So oh, okay. this was Bang first. And then um, their names I got on their birthdays last year. Um, and then also the seven here. So sorry ah. with that. So with Map of the Soul Seven. Um, yeah. if you know about the, the seven on there, it's a it's all of so all of the members designed basically a seven and it's all overlapped on top of each other. So if you look at the album, like you see where there's the ah. different colors and lines, yes, yes. that's because that's for each member. So it just so happened that the seven that I liked the most was Hobie's. Uh so yeah, so it's you know, it's nice like we have the Hobie and the seven, but um also the reason for getting the seven is that um, Map of the Soul 
seven. Uh, that was my first comeback, like as an army, because when I got on board in 2019, um, it was just after Map of the Soul Persona came out. So, you know, Boy With Love, that album. Um, so, yeah, so I, I hope like we have a full comeback soon and like you can experience like just for yourself, like what it's like, because it's like, it's not just like, oh, hey, we're dropping the album on this day. Like if you already know with maybe like with the butter, like, you know, the release plan with that, um, with teaser photos and all that stuff, like the, the, the buildup for the album starts like a month or a month and a half in advance. And so um, big hit, they release a full calendar and it's like, okay, on this day, we're going to give you, um, you know, concept photos on this day, we're giving you, you know, a, a, a teaser clip, like all, all these things, like every few days, like they give us something and it's just like building up, building up. Um, and well, for the album itself, like they released, um, they had um, Yungi solo on it, um, Shadow, Interlude Shadow. So that they, uh, you know, they released that along the way. They released um, Outro Ego, which is Hobie solo. Um, so they had videos, all kinds of stuff in between. It's just like, it's so fun. And then it just kind of culminated in, um, they were at Good Morning America um, the whole day of comeback, which was in, you know, they were in New York City for the release of Map of the Soul 7. So that was very, very special. And I thought really cool because typically they would be in Korea. Uh, so they were in New York City. They were on Good Morning America. So me and a group of other army, we camped out. So we, <laughs> I saw about this the other day. I was like, there's no other time in my life I would be sitting like on a New York City sidewalk, just sitting there. But uh, we were there for 14 hours total. Um, and at the lowest, because this was February, uh, it was 23 degrees. So, <laughs> so I like that's again the dedication there. Um, but it was also so between like one and one and four a.m. I was like, I was like, I, I just need to survive till four a.m. because that's when the album was released while we were in line camping to see them and the um, the video for on the kinetic manifesto version. And I was like, I just need to survive because I was like, I might die. Like, I mean, because it was just so, it was so cold. Like, it was so horrible. Like, we had blankets and everything. We had a setup, but like, I was like, this, this might be it. But just, just to be able to like survive that. I mean, yeah. And just to be able to be in the crowd and whatnot and see them like physically, like, spend comeback with the, like them being there. Um, you know, and unfortunately, like, little would we know, we would be some of like the few people who actually got to physically see BTS in 2020 because you know this yeah. is last year. Wow. So yeah. Yeah. It was just it was just even more special. And we're like a few uh, me and a few other people who um, did the camping were yeah. like, yeah, let's like let's do the sevens. Like, <laughs> I mean, I joke about it. I was like, we should all get tattoos. And then it was like only you know two other people. We had at least like seven eight people. Because um, I'm very I'm like I'm pretty impulsive when it comes. <laughs> So tell me, tell me everything that you have on that's BTS related. Okay, so it was, it was almost a hard decision to pick which BTS shirt to wear because I have a bunch of Kobe shirts, a bunch of Yuki shirts, and then group shirts. Um, But I think this is um, the most special to me because this is from the, um, say that probably easier, from the tour, uh, MetLife, when I got to see them in 2019. Ah. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, so you know, it says East Rutherford, New Jersey, you know, May 2019. So um, yeah, even more so, I mean, I, I love the shirt itself, like just like aesthetically, I love it. Um, but also it's, you know, of course, even more special because 2020 and whatnot. So it's yeah. like, okay, like 
you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm so thankful. Like I got to see them when I saw them um, and we'll see them again, you know, hopefully they'll be dropping that, you know, rescheduled date soon. Like yeah. so maybe hopefully next year. Because maybe, I, I'll, uh, maybe I'll join you. You better. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you have to, uh, you just have to experience it because it was yeah. so in, in 2019 that you know the speaker love yourself speak yourself tour that was their first stadium tour and so um it kicked off in california at rose bowl and i remember um you know reading just like people reporting about it like what is this like what is this bts or like what's going on and people you know writing in their articles they're like uh, you know i'm i didn't come in as like a bts fan or anything but like i get it like you go in and it's it's more magical than Disney. Like just, I mean, you know, as you know, you've interacted with army and just like how they are and just how like accepting and welcoming and open just everything. And just, you know, put, <laughs> put 50,000 plus of them together. And then, in, you know, in one space with the boys and it's just like, it's just, oh, oh my God. I like it. <laughs> Cause it's just like, it, just imagine if we could just like shoot like rainbow, like good vibes out of the stadium and like, heal the world <laughs> like generators of like positive energy like that's what it is it's just like with the lights and everything with the army bombs it's it's also really awesome because um you sync your army bomb with an app and with the bluetooth and so during the show i'm sure you've seen the pictures where it's like they you know show the whole crowd and it says like you know uh we heart bts like with the army bombs like with the lights like, uh, everything uh, so cool so that's yeah that's what that is technology but, uh, yeah I don't, yeah <laughs> although i pissed because like i bought prior to the show um i bought an official light stick i was like okay cool like i was trying to set it up with the app and uh it wasn't working so when we got to metlife they had booths to help people sync up their uh, army bombs and and they're like oh basically like you didn't buy yours here so like that's why it's not sinking and I was like that doesn't make sense so like I'm just <laughs> so everybody else's bombs are just automatically changing with the music and I have like my phone with the app like on the side like trying to change the color manually <laughs> army bomb. So it's like I'm I'm hip I'm with you guys that's so so I'll just buy one there next time because like I, I want to you know I want to see that for myself <laughs> so what's what's on yeah. your head what is that yeah <clears throat> okay so this is um so this is mom so um BTS did a I believe it was 2018 uh that it was released um they did a collaboration with line friends um and yes, that's so right. there, I... there's they have I mean it's a if I'm remembering correctly um, line friends it's similar to like uh, this might not mean anything <laughs> similar to cacao friends which is from cacao talk which is the messaging application um so i guess it's, they're kind of like little it's a cartoon right yeah they're little yeah. like cartoon characters basically yeah um so yes yeah, so the bts created their own characters so this is all on youtube they have like the whole process you know the, how they you know went about making them and especially the like more recent seasons when they're like okay like let's figure out the backstories for our characters it's it's just hilarious to watch like it's so funny and it they do um i don't know why they do it they do like random like when they're introducing the video it'll be like this kind of seemingly random censorship like they're bleeping out what they're saying so it sounds like you're starting the video and it sounds like you know namjoon is cursing at them or something. <laughs> just like talking about something else but I'm like, <laughs> actually i'm gonna watch that later because it's hilarious 
but yeah, um, so I, anyway. I, gotta, I haven't come across those videos. I guess I'm gonna have to look them yeah, up. Yeah, just yeah, yeah the BT21 channel, um, the BTS like universe. Um, but yeah, so okay, so before I get into it, so we're uh, you know, Hobie, he's so this is his character, Mong. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it's a little dancing pony, so it has um, it's a pony, but it like wears a mask basically so this is like it's like mask essentially um it's explained in the youtube videos the backstory but um no i remember like the first series of videos where they're they're drawing their characters um and it's funny because tay has tata which is the heart-shaped one we'll see in a second because tata is one of my like top three favorite bt21 but um like his his drawing is exactly what tata was like some of them obviously they, they changed and picked up but it's just like yeah his drawing is tata and um, <clears throat> yeah, so so Hobie, they're like showing him. He's like, oh, like how do you how do you draw a horse, whatever? And it was uh, <laughs> John Cook is like, look in the mirror. And, <laughs> and Hobie was like, don't make me curse on camera, because <laughs> that was the thing. Because like before, and uh, you know, luckily they've kind of stopped with it. Like you know, they would make jokes about like Hobie's appearance and and whatnot. It's like don't. Don't do that, but because, like, to me, to me, is it okay if I curse? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't say so. Yeah, he, he's, he's just like one, like, like one of the hottest bitches on this planet. Like, I swear to God, like, he's, uh, like, it's also like his personality too. Like, when he's dancing, like, oh yeah, like you know, you watch videos and he's like, oh, sunshine, Hobie, like he's so like smiley, which he is, but when he's on stage, he is. They're, they all are they get possessed by demons yeah like, it's yeah. Just like <laughs> they have a he has a, a hobie hobie has a, a fierce side to him yeah yes. uh, I, I could also see it getting be becoming scary like like i could see him becoming you know like if you push the right buttons and uh, under the right circumstances he can probably be scary yeah 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 that was one of the things because actually um so my the first thing that I watched, okay, I feel like I have to like backtrack now. It's kind of like army origin story. That's also hard. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's let's hold off on the army origin okay. story because okay, we'll get into that. I, yeah, I do want to get to your room. That's why we're on your phone okay. right now. Yeah. So so okay, All let's right. go down. What's on your what's that ring? So it's a mini army ball. Oh, is that what it is? You turn it on and off. <laughs> I was like, let me just, you know, let me like put on everything. Like we're doing an RV, you know, podcast, got to like get everything. So yeah. this would be like your, you know, your standard tour garb, basically. Oh, like okay. you, you would have your headbands, you know, you would have, I mean, I have my army bombs up there, but you have your army bomb. Um, I also have, I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I've gotten, um, a lot of people like to decorate their bombs. So um, like I have decal stickers with like, that say sugar, like what says J-Hope and then soap. Cause I'm, you know, soap so bias um and all kinds of stuff so i will paint it eventually but um yeah that's like the thing you have your army bomb you, you know yeah. Wait, all that what's, stuff what's soap so <laughs> so actually so they came <clears throat> up with the name themselves so soap is the name of like the the ship name for um yes. sugar yes and j-hope so yes. okay. it was bon voyage ah i'm forgetting the season i want to say like season three or whichever season they were in Hawaii, I want to say. And they had to do, um, 
I haven't, I actually haven't watched it season, which I, I haven't purchased and I haven't watched it yet because I can't watch it on my like TV. But um, anyway, they're going, they go to some just like shop to get like head and tattoos or something. And like um, Yoongi, so it's, you know, it's Yoongi and Hobie. And he, Yoongi points to like this, like two like interlocking hearts, like designs. He's like, oh, why don't we get that? Like whatever. And he could say, you know, like soap, literally something like that. And yeah. uh, so that's really- <clears throat> Soap, soap was born and then they kind of um the two of them I have see. kind of like run with that as like a gag type of thing so yeah um, <laughs> okay cool um uh, and uh actually before we turn on the camera we're talking about your hair so explain your hair my <laughs> butter hair um uh, so i have well so you can't see but i posted on the black and white picture but so you can't see uh, jacob's uh, yellow hair but uh yeah for so for comebacks typically like new music videos they'll not all of them and you know not every time but typically like the members will have a totally different hair color totally different haircut um so for this uh comeback which is butter um just yellow you know butter color everything um Hobie had yellow hair so it's you know pretty much like this like you know a marigold buttery color yeah so um so yeah so for me like I'm always dyeing my hair anyway so I was like yeah my hair was blonde right before this it's just easy swap it on um but I was like yeah let me do it because like Hobie like when I saw the picture I was like he's so I don't know just freaking every time every new video whatever it is every time they come back he's just like just hot or not like it's, it's ridiculous all right <laughs> okay no 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 it's fine uh okay so let's let's uh, get a tour of your room okay I, yeah i guess i'll okay well i'll have to <laughs> i feel like i need to like stand up uh, by my door and then, yeah um okay well actually let me turn this around oh how do i turn this around <laughs> okay ah technical difficulties um okay. well i'll those... just okay oh yeah where's that rotation oh there we go okay yeah i work in tech up but i'm not good with it um okay so let's just start at the door so um so it was the uh 2021 seasons creating calendar so this month which is my birthday month was Yungi, which is so nice uh and then so next month we have gucci Jin, which that's exciting um <laughs> so anyway that is a look i love it so just kind of like back up so just coming in um I have my like various like little prints I have here mostly Hobie because you'll find like he's just like just Hobie is just, just oh they were on they were on the cover of Playboy too oh no 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 oh, okay <laughs> wouldn't that be something so this is like yes this is like a little soap thing but um this oh, is from my uh uh a creator on Etsy uh girl with love and I just love like the different prints that she did this is from the winter package photo but um yeah just various prints and just aesthetically like I loved them. So like we have the still with you and dynamite little, um, these are the photo cards from uh, Map of the Soul persona. Um, so the last, the last persona, cause there's four versions of it. So when I got version four, I happened to get the big Hobie card and the small photo card. And I was like, I, I was blessed. Like I usually, you know, I got double Hobie and then Tame in. I just got Tame in yesterday. Uh, that's new, but anyway. <laughs> So I guess since we're over here, just head to the bathroom, our area. So actually start the door. So these are all the um, Map of the Soul tour pickets. So these things are kind of like bittersweet because this was the tour that was supposed to happen last year. Um, and so, <laughs> I, you know, 
big hit, get that money. They still sold, you know, all the merch online and all sold out. So even though there wasn't tour, you could still buy the tour merch. Um, mm. I also have a lot of the poster sets. So this is from the Bang Bang Com poster set. Uh, just uh, JK, because look at him. Just look at, like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, J- JK is a bit of a chameleon. Um, and yeah, because depending on the angle and what he's wearing <laughs> and all that, he lo- his face looks different every time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he he very much gets possessed as well on stage. And it's just, it's so funny because even like the Butter videos that I was watching, like he still has the face of a baby, but yeah. his body, like he is buff. Like he loves yeah. working out and doing all that. So man body, baby face. Um, so yeah, so it even kind of continues into the bathroom. So again, we have the soap soap representation <laughs> and so this this up here is um, kind of important as well so at the um concerts at tour they give these out you know for free as you're going in and like these slogan signs um so yeah so they're always different i, I believe they are they're designed by army and um at every you know tour stop it's different so it's kind of like you know you collect them like it's kind of like how you keep your ticket stub sort of thing but yeah um you know i've seen people with army rooms they like to collect those as well and so so uh, hold it now, yeah hold it there for a minute i'm going to read it for the yeah. audience so it says so that means uh the um shining um I guess that means my place, um, the place of my star that's shining. Nil means always, always together. Okay. So yeah, I'm sorry. The sentence structure, the, the sentence structure in Korean and English is, is backwards. It's like in English, the verb comes last. In Korean, it's the other way. So <laughs> I have to say this. So it's like always together, let's go. And the young one also means like eternally or forever. Um, so basically it's like, hey, let's all, I think if you sort of translate the meaning of it, it may be you would say something like, um, uh, let's always, um, do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I mean, have a little, uh, a little line in the corner. So oh, yeah. there we go. My shining star, I will always be by your side forever. Wait, that's not what it means. Uh, <laughs> okay, I guess so. Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah, all right, it's a good thing they translated it. Okay, I might edit that part out. That's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to. Um, yeah. I, I'm not a good translator. I'll just, that's my cop-out. <laughs> yeah, I still have to, like, I have, I mean, I could show that later, but yeah, I have all the workbooks to start burning. It's like, I need to, like, get on it already. But, um. Yeah, I actually like whenever <laughs> whenever they have interviews in in uh, English speaking countries and um, and RM does the translating. I'm actually impressed with the way he translates. Um, you know, so and and translation is 
is a tricky thing because you're not transliterating it, right? You're not liter translating literally word for word, but the general meaning mm -hmm. of it. And um, yeah, and he's able to do that on the spot. So I'm actually quite impressed that he could do that. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let's continue with your tour. Uh, IQ 148 mountain. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so this is, I have my uh, tongue cooked toothbrush. <laughs> um, Wait, so, wow. <laughs> there, there's a lot yeah. of, lot of like sort of phallic symbolism <laughs> there. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> sorry. I wasn't even thinking about that, but that's what I'm going to think of. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. I know. I know. You know what? Um, I guess I went to the gutter. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, little, you know, little pasta like we were talking about. Little Yay! Pasta. His face, he's just so silly. And actually, you know, if you look at him, you're like, yeah, that kind of looks like Tay Young. Uh, with the eyebrows and everything. A little brush. It's it's kind of like yeah. his personality. Um, yeah. Because if you think about it, it's because it's not it's not a realistic depiction of anything. It's kind of like out there. Um, but symbolically, like you totally get it. But at the same time, he's like. He's a kind of a kooky person. Yeah, he has a, he has a lot of personality. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like he's as you know, you know, to like up to this point. But earlier, like he's he's so like I don't like zany and all over the place. Now, like in more recent years, he's a lot more quiet. But like if you know him, like you just like you know, like just like already what he's thinking. And one of my favorite things are like, um, you know, like the Taehyung like vibe check. So it's like you know, if you're like phony, like you're fake or whatever, like. <laughs> Tam can like smell you from a mile away. Like and he, he like he usually like doesn't hide it on his face. Like you'll see, he'll be like you know like whatever like side eyes. <laughs> so there's I don't know if you saw it, but um when they announced the Grammy nomination and it was the video of uh Tay um I think Jimin June and um JK and they're on the couch and uh you know you know BTS like nominated for uh, well, I forgot what the category was they that was that's a whole another scam but whatever um. <laughs> But then they all like jump up and they're like, you know, going crazy. And then Taehyung's just on the couch, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> so Grammy's in and passes vibe check. Uh, <laughs> all right. So last thing, let me turn my camera back around. Um, yeah, just for the bathroom. I've kind of switched it out a few times, a few different times, but uh, we have to have obviously like the big poster here. So this one is like one of my favorite posters because look at those outfits. Like just yeah, I that's... Like, it's like a black leather straps and all this crap. Kick but, ass, um... yeah, <laughs> totally kick ass. But yeah, this is from the 2019 um, army membership kit. So um, it's also good because this is my bathroom, and then this is kind of like laminated, basically like plasticky. So it's nice and safe because I had other ones and they were getting a little bubbly. But um, so this is also a few like the the Dior Hosek look from um, the song tour. <laughs> Where he was, what he, which he wore for tear, like he came out and was wearing this, like this, like this, like this is like the ultimate Toby look. Like, like, don't even talk to me about it. Uh, so, <laughs> so, oh yeah, well, boy with love. Uh. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Yeah, so we're back into the room now. So, um, awesome. I've kind of chilled out on my desk a little bit. We have Tayman for the wallpaper now, um, but little. 
again, boy with love, uh, mouse pad. I like how uh, we just have the boys chilling here, like next to my parents, you know, like it's like, oh, yeah, this is a normal picture. And just, you know, have them there. <laughs> so they have like, oh, cute smiley side. And then on this side, they're all like, serious. Yeah. But I like the smiley side because it's kind of funny next to my parents. Um, <laughs> we have the little tier stand-ups that comes with you know the tier album so I have like three other ones that I don't know uh, where to put um my little cookie lamp so again that's um Jungkook's BT21 character yeah um, it's the baby cookie which I love because it's pink and he's cute oh yeah King uh, Yoongi Flower King Yoongi there we go that's never going anywhere that's staying there forever um <laughs> And then on my bed, I've chilled out a lot because actually in my closet, I have a giant bag full of BT21 plushies. Um, but just in, in this room, because I moved in September, there's no place to kind of like line them along the wall. So I've put a lot away, but we still have giant cookie, um, giant Shuki, which is Yoongi's character, um, Tata, just Taehyung. Uh, we have big old plushy baby Mong over here, which is Hobie's. Um, Again, Tata, Mong over here. And then this wall is. <laughs> yeah, what's that wall? wall? I love that yeah. wall. It looks so cool. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's just like the LED string lights. But um, like as you like go in, they're all like, you know, they're all basically Polaroids, but some are like illustrations, some are like the official photo cards, and other ones are like Instax that I've printed. So like, you know, he'll be on the street and like, you can give strawberries. And, like, <laughs> just all kinds of like different photos. So that's them. Um, oh, so they're just photo there. printouts. Some yeah. of that, like some are like, I have um, more so down here because I, I guess I wanted to have them by my head while I sleep, but like the, uh, like the photo cards from the albums. Mm. So they're kind of being blocked by some of them, but uh, are they yeah. all, are they all soap or they're all mixed members? It's, it's mainly soap. Um, I'm also like, yeah, partial, like partial uh, JK stand at this point. So okay. we have a lot of like cookie, uh, let's say. So, so these, so like these big ones, for example, um, this is another shop on Etsy that I love, um, Watercolors by Sherry. So she made these like series of like, it's like close-ups, whatever, like these are like little watercolor prints. Um, so I have... JK, Hobi, Yoongi, and Taehyung for those. Um, but anyway, like these, like, so this big one, like this is like the actual like photo card from the Wings album. So I happen to get like my top faves. So I got Yoongi, um, Hobi, uh, Taehyung, and uh, JK over there. But JK doesn't look like JK, I don't know, it's weird. Looks uh, like his that, name looks is like, like Brian. Looks like JK. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's like the hair color. But... Yeah, I know. But, uh... JK looks different. Um, Hobie yeah. sometimes looks different too, depending on like his uh, facial expression and the yeah. angle. Yeah. We're hmm, okay. I don't have any like off off the bat here. Yeah, where it's like, ooh, you know, serious Hobie and like you know, cutesy Hobie. Um, but yeah. So then again, so these um, the bigger prints, right? Like. Mm -hmm. Like these ones, um, those again are like the Map of the Soul print. So basically like when they release tour merch, it's usually like the same types of things. And so like, you know, if you're a fan for years, like I've seen people with, um, you know, other army rooms and whatnot, um, they'll have, you know, for each tour, like every, you know, premium photo that's released. So 
these are like the map of the soul editions but then i have um away i have like the bang bang con ones as well um so anyway so yeah so we have uh, uh jk Yungi, and hobie and then in between um again this is more from the etsy shop uh girl with love like those prints that i really like so um these are hobie um life goes on ego um this little print this is so cute another like little ego print um you know hobie down here duh, all over the place um <laughs> yeah so that's that's the around the bed area um so going over i thought it'd be cool if i just like paused paused better on the tv so it's like oh cool like screensaver <laughs> um uh, so these so over here this is like kind of like undercover bts prints so it's like you know if you don't know what it is then it, they're just cute prints but um there's a little bit of a glare from the light but little boy with love uh here and then these juice boxes are um this is still with you uh which is jk uh one of his songs mm. a little hobie boy with love um and then hobie core <laughs> juice box mm -hmm. um and then let's see actually this is um all just basically my toys so that's the uh you know almost bts neutral but i just moved my little um cookie clock over here with mm -hmm. uh, this Yungi photo card which this is like freaking like god tier like look at him look at that hair like just everything like it's like that's like boyfriend like look at that oh my god so yeah anyway <laughs> so we have that and then oh okay so here here we go all right i feel like i need more space like <laughs> back up so okay all right so starting with the top um a little bit hard to see but i i like to call uh, i don't have all of them for sure but i started collecting the um magazines that they've been on the cover of so we have yeah. variety in the back um esquire up here um paper magazine so that was that was funny because that's like a lisa frank uh and bts collaboration which is uh, really interesting um oh, you don't have bomb. time you don't have time magazine i don't have time i need to oh. find time and yeah. then um next month they're going to be on rolling stone uh, oh, as well so nice yeah, I gotta keep an eye out for that. Um, Esquire, it literally, I hunted all over like Wisconsin and here for this issue. And then I just went to Barnes Noble on Court Street in Brooklyn and they had just like tons and tons of it. <laughs> what the hell, but uh, I got it. Okay, <laughs> I catch my breath. So <laughs> at the top here, uh, we have the Machne line shelf. Um, so we have mostly JK, um, uh -huh. but Jimin and Taehyung as well. So they released, um, a while ago they came out in 2019 um the funko pop series uh -huh. so this is based on the uh, love yourself answer um one of the concept photos for that so so they are so i have all of them um and then they had you know the bts barbie dolls which of course like i had to get as well so i don't have all of so i have all of the idol dolls i don't have all of them out but um yeah so jk there and then they had the premium dolls <sighs> which were like $50, whatever, I don't care, I'm gonna get it. So JK <laughs> And it's just it's like, you know, being an adult army because like, whatever, I don't care. If I want it, I'm gonna buy it, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> Barbie dolls, who cares? Let me get it. Um, <laughs> and then my favorite, um, like I said, I put the other ones away, but these are some of my favorite BC21 plushies, which is the Halloween uh, RJ and mm. Halloween cookie. Halloween is also my favorite, so they're just, they're just up there. And now we have the Hobie shelf. Mm -hmm. uh, so of course, both of his dolls, but then also the little 
um, plushy ones, the official little plushies, mic drop and uh, idle over here. Um, this is another like kind of tour merch thing, which is like, I love these little mini flags that they release. They're super, super cute. So this is for um, love yourself. And then we have one for the Map of the Soul one, which was the online concert they did back in uh, October, I believe, mm -hmm. which was like <sighs> amazing. Like, I, I mean, obviously real life would be better, but that was just such a deeply satisfying um, show. It was so good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if I actually watched it. Um, I think I did, but I, I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if you like, do you mm -hmm. recall um, Red Outfit? jk doing my time maybe i, maybe I, maybe I didn't oh no, no no i think um you know what i think i wanted to watch it but like you had to pay or something and i didn't want yeah to. yeah i didn't <laughs> want to pay yeah that was the thing because uh we actually uh it was myself and just a, a group of army um we got a house um upstate like airbnb for the weekend that that mm -hmm. was going on um mm -hmm. and we all chipped in um to to watch both nights mm -hmm. um so we did that and yeah, and that was awesome. And I just like, I wish I had it. I wish I was the one to buy it so that I could watch it again. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, I just, oh, just everything. It was so good. The outfits, the performances. Um, yeah, very, very satisfying. Um, but yeah, so Hobie shelf here, his little Funko mom again. Um, and then Yungi shelf, a little bit more crowded. <laughs> um, we have a little, little mic drop and uh, idle Yungi's his little premium doll with those outfits. I love the outfits on them. It's so awesome. So my favorite thing about the Hobie one, honestly, are like these socks, like these, freaking, like these <laughs> sheer socks. I don't know why it just like, it's just mind blowing to me, like the detail. Um, let's see what else again. So usually like, like I said, like if I get one for, you know, Yumi, I have to get one for Hobie and vice versa in most cases. So like I have the same, you know, things for both of them, mm -hmm. <laughs> but um. I recognize yeah, that so. outfit on that doll. That's from uh, Idol. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I so I think with their Mattel dolls, I, I feel I feel you. Uh, Hobie definitely looks like Hobie. Like you can tell that's him. Cookie, kind of, sorta, and then Yungi, kind of, sort of. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but Hobie, yeah, and I, I particularly on the Idol one, I like um like that. Well, they they made the hair too long on them, but I think like the Idol. Yeah. Like, it matches because he had a very distinct hairstyle in that video. Mm. Um, so yes, yeah, so they're going down. So, <laughs> so all the albums now. Oh. Um, so I, I kind of have to rearrange this in a way because I originally had it in chronological order. Um, you know, and with the earlier albums, they're kind of like big, small, all over the place. And then, as you can see, things kind of got more uniform. So, uh, Map of the Soul Seven, which is just like grossly huge. Like, why was it so big? <laughs> like just in comparison especially the other albums so this like you know for reference is like a normal book size and then we have an encyclopedia here <laughs> um so we also have june and Jin chilling here but um wait do they aside from so the albums aside from the cd the actual disc are there other stuff in it is that why they're yeah. so big okay so that's okay so let's do map the soul for example uh i'm trying to do this one-handed I also have the little vinyl there um, for it. Yeah, actually, let's do that when you're on your laptop because it'll be yeah. easier, I think. All right, yeah. I will put that aside. Cool. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah so that's also the thing like you just said so basically with each album there's always goodies and that's also like part of the mm -hmm. fun um like I you know I had on my wall there with the lights like there the photo cards that I was mentioning mm -hmm. that's part of the fun as well because there's a random photo card in each album so some people are like I need to collect every photo card of every member and then there's different versions so for example um with the love yourself series i thought that <laughs> this is a little ridiculous but um three different albums but four different versions each so uh -huh. when i first became an army i was like that's ridiculous like why would you buy the same album four times i'm never going to do that and here we are yeah. uh, so <laughs> at the bottom if you can see the whole point is that it says it spells out love yourself so uh -huh. when you have all of them together so, so the different versions so are they are there like sort of different mixes of the songs so that's the thing so the the album the the disc itself the cd itself and the songs are the same on okay. each but what is included so for example, oh okay so there, it's the extra um, stuff that's different it's a, yeah it's a whole photo book basically which is also in there so it's I different see. concept photos I so see. for example, you know, we have the JK and Namjoon book here, like that kind of thing. So each one of them um, is different. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I, I totally uh, I get the collector's mindset, though, because um, <laughs> I used to I used to collect all kinds of stuff. I used to be kind of on the verge of being becoming a hoarder. Um, <laughs> I also used to do a lot of like arts and crafts kind of thing. So like I would save everything like, oh, I could use this as piece of plastic. I could use this on some project. And um, yeah, everything. It was like ridiculous. Um, I kind of stopped all that because um, it was crowding my apartment to the point where I can't really, there was like hardly any floor space because I would just stack things up on yeah. my couch, on my floor. I would, I also had like, stacks and stacks of those like plastic containers to organize them and I had a couple of different desks and I even like built shelves and it was getting ridiculous so I actually kind of tossed out all that so no I totally get the collector's mindset because like when you you can't have just one you have to have the whole set it doesn't make sense to just have one yeah yeah and yeah that's the same too where like I've you know, like you said, like there's goodies in each of them. So like if there was a standee or something like that, like I was like, I have to put everything out. I need to have everything out. And like, you know, I have the bag of plushies in my closet now. Like I just had to like eventually just like cut back and put things away. Cause my, you said like I moved into this apartment in September, but my room before that was just like, I literally had, you know, the 12, like 12 posters going around my bed of like, you know, you meet Hobie and then JK and just like, just everything oh my god it was a mess so this this believe it or not this is streamlined like this is you know a nice and neat version but, where I feel like you know yeah. every everything's pretty much contained to the bookshelf here I yeah. mean it is still all over the place but um yeah much much neater I think well it looks very organized but, and very yeah. yeah and very sort of well put together um all right awesome is there yeah. more yeah, the rest okay. of the albums, so just like okay. starting from the beginning. Um, so this is the last set of albums I need to get, which is the rest of um, Most Beautiful Moment in, uh, in Life. So um, there's three more versions I need to get, and then I'm done. And then I have everything but the Japanese albums, basically. Um, ah, the Japanese version. Yeah. <laughs> Those are weirdly expensive, too. Um, 
yeah, and some of the box sets here. And I even have the um, Learn Korean with BTS, which I have not broken out yet. Um, and then just kind of overflow um, more of the winter packages, my toys here, um, the army membership kits. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's basically it for, uh, that's it, yeah. <laughs> awesome. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to end this segment here and uh, we're going to come back uh, and we're going to talk. And at some point, or should we watch the music videos first? Yeah, let's do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so when we come back, I have not watched the new uh, release, single release, Butter. I have not watched those videos. Uh, there are two now the one the official yeah. music video and then second the spe- there's a special edition um so i've queued them up i have not watched it in fact you know because like, when you queue things up and in, in, uh, in youtube it starts playing immediately so i had to like click pause pause um anyway so we'll watch that so uh you get to see my live reaction and uh yeah anyway so we'll do that and we'll talk some more Cool. All right. So we'll be right back. (laughs) Okay. All right. Are we ready? (laughs) Are you ready? (laughs) I am. Um, Okay. I have to hit play. All right. Here we go. Like a criminal undercover Don't pop like trouble Breaking into your heart like that Ooh. Cool shade, stunner Yeah, oh, it all to my mother High like summer Yeah, making you sweat like that Break it down Ooh, when I look in the mirror I'm not too hot to do I got the superstar glow So
Is he eating a stick of butter? So the fact that they he got like three lines and then they made him eat a giant piece of butter. I, uh, <laughs> oh wait, hold on. Uh, okay, and we're back and I'm adjusting my bra strap. Apparently I do that a lot on my videos. I don't know what it is about my bra strap just keeps sliding or something. I guess I don't have enough of a dent in my shoulders or I'm, I don't know, getting fat. All this COVID pounds, gotta, gotta lose it. Yes, good excuse. Um, okay, anyway, going back to butter. <laughs> and all that's recorded, all that's gonna live forever. Leave it in it um so yeah going back to butter yes he only gets three lines if that i don't know are we counting and uh and they make him eat a stick of butter i wonder how many takes he had to do you can't even i mean he's trying but you can kind of see it in his face he's like oh. <laughs> so maybe he doesn't actually eat it they they cut it right there and then he spits oh, yeah, it out but, maybe yeah so that's not a, a pleasant sensation to have. Like, <laughs> well, if it's really good butter, and if you're really hungry, maybe. <laughs> I like to imagine because you know, like they're always doing the the rock paper scissors for bets and stuff. Like, I, I'm just imagining that's what happens, and he'll be lost. So. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, that could very well be it. Yes, we'll see. Maybe on a episode of Run BTS in the future, we'll see that 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 eating the butter was the penalty and that it'll all make sense. Yeah. <laughs> waiting for that. Do they do that a lot? Do those oh, things? all the time. Oh. Yeah. And well, in Run BTS, yeah, it'll be things like hop into this freezing lake, like go, you know, if you lose, like you have to go do this, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. It's a, it's a very guy thing, I think. Um, and especially <laughs> when it's a bunch of boys, you know. I mean, <laughs> when they're all together, they still act like a bunch of boys, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, cute, but like, yeah. Yeah. You also get like the, the genuine vibe that like they actually really like each other. Like some, yeah. some other like groups. So it's like, okay, yeah, they're just, you know, kind of working together in their group, but like them, like, they're, you know, they're in it. Yeah. Well, you know, they've been together for 10 years now. And I mean, not just perform together, but they've been living together for yep. 10 years. So that's a lot of bonding. And, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of time to kind of work out any rough edges, any personality clashes or whatever it is. And so earlier you were saying like how V um, or Young. Oh yeah, by the way, I find it interesting how like army people, they refer to the members by their Korean names or their nicknames as opposed to like their stage names. They do have stage names. <laughs> I still refer to them by their stage names. <laughs> yeah, it just but, like, it, it feels weird to me. Like definitely in the beginning, I was like, oh, you know. Well, sometimes I'll still say RM, but like usually I'll say like Juni or Namjoon. But yeah, it just like, it just, it feels, it just, it feels weird to call them by the St. James, especially with V, where it's just like, no, <laughs> Tay Tay, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so earlier you were saying, like, how Tay, um, you know, used to be a lot, a lot more sort of like um, rapscallion ish. <laughs> and uh, and how he's kind of calmed down a little bit. But I, I also feel like that has 
uh, something to do with all of them being part of each other's lives, you know, how they together, they sort of like round out the rough edges a little bit and, and stuff. And also they're getting older. So, you know, there's, there's that as you, you know, uh, mature, you know, your little rough edges gets rounded out and stuff and yeah. But anyway, um, okay, shall we watch the second one? Yes, and then talk about both. I'm very curious to, to hear your thoughts. <laughs> Share sound, let's see. Okay, so yeah, so this is it, right? Okay, so- well, gonna... the, Oh, no, no, the, um, the remix at the top there on your right. This the one. Official... Yeah, so this performance- No, no, this one is a Butter Special performance video. So there's so another there's... one. So this is, so, okay, so this video on the right, that's the official remix video. So that came out, yeah, well, it's yeah, two days ago, but this is just a performance of Butter, like the same version. Oh, so hotter, video. hotter remix. Yeah, it's it, it, a different actually, song, different video. Okay, so I'm gonna, let me uh, open this in a new tab because I want to watch this one too. Okay, so. Oh, okay. I have to get, we have to get past the ad. But it's a BTS ad, so <laughs> it's all right. All right. <laughs> Smooth like butter, like a criminal undercover. Don't pop like trouble, breaking into your heart like that. Cool shake, so the
Yep, I definitely like this version better. Yeah. They're just the pure chaos and just, uh, yeah, I love those because like they did that with um, Dynamite as well. And mm -hmm. actually they've done it with um, Boy With Love too, uh, where they have the second version where it's just like, not bloopers, but well, some, well Dynamite, though, there's a lot of bloopers in there, but like it just yeah. shows, yeah. I think chaos. it's, <laughs> yeah. And you could also see more of their personality, you know? Um, because, you know, I mean, obviously whoever is singing is the one in the center and front, um, but the other ones are still in the background. They kind of like jump in and out and stuff. And so I, I kind of like seeing that, um, you know, and uh, it kind of like shows their personality, the individual personalities as they're doing that. Uh, and also like the group dynamic. And uh, yeah, it's really cute. Uh, I mean, the reason why, um, a musical group works is because it's you know there are individuals who are contributing to the group but also as a group there's that group dynamic which also makes it interesting so there's another layer of that as opposed to a solo artist is just you know that person yeah yeah but um yeah i know i definitely like that version better okay i want to see the other one i want to see the other <laughs> one uh okay share screen yeah, I haven't seen these other performances either because they always do that. Like, it's just like one after another. It's like, when, when did this happen? So it, this looks like it may be a, an actual performance, maybe like yeah. a video performance, maybe to some event or, so, or something. Actually, so this might be like where they do just the choreo, mm -hmm. basically, like and just showcasing the choreography. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Let's see. Smooth like butter, like a criminal undercover. Don't pop like trouble, breaking into your heart like that. Cool shade, stunner, yeah, owe it all to my mother. High like summer, yeah, I'm making you sweat like that. Break it down. Ooh, when I look in the mirror, I'm not too hard to do. I got the superstar glow, so
<laughs> yeah, I like this version too. Uh, actually, I like I like every version except for the official. Oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I think I like the official video the least. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched the like like with Dynamite. Like I haven't watched the original version since it came out. Like I, if I watch the Dynamite video, I watch the the second one, the goofy fun one. Uh, but yeah, I, I I don't know which is the goofy fun one. Uh, there's one where they're doing it by a poolside. I sometimes watch that. That's kind of like they're just goofing around. You're not talking about that one. No, it's like I forget if it has like a different name or something. But it's uh, oh, it's the it's called like the B side version. Okay. It's the official okay. it's official video still, but like it's called the B side. Okay, I'll have to look that up. I'm, I might have seen. I might have seen it. I might have seen it, but um, yeah, that one, the the official video, that one's not bad. Um, yeah, so idol the official video. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, like for you. So, um, so okay, so for me, I, I won't, I won't share any of my thoughts yet. But um, I guess just like comparing Dynamite and Now Butter, which are like their first full English songs yeah like what are your thoughts between the two which one do you prefer um I think dynamite is catchier Mm -hmm. um I think uh there's a a, definitely a a more distinct hook uh musical hook uh to that song and um this one like I'm having I'm having a hard time like remembering what the hooks are you know, um, other than like, other than the line, it's as smooth as butter, you know, um, but, but I, I don't remember the music for it. I just, you know, I, I think it might just be one of those lines that they just kind of say in between. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not sticking to me yet. Um, but that could just be me because sometimes it takes me like, multiple times of listening to a song before it actually you know sinks in and that's actually true even for my own songs <laughs> yeah despite the fact that I write it um so I did a live stream like the other week uh of an actual working session with me uh and uh my guitarist and my producer and I and so these are new songs that they haven't heard. And so like, I need to play it for them so they can hear it. And then, you know, they'll kind of play along and then we'll play around with like different uh, styles or different elements. Um, and like, and I had a hard time remembering like, wait, how does that go again? <laughs> I had to like listen to my voice recording of it. Even then I still got it wrong. It wasn't until I got home and I'm like, you know, like, oh, okay, no, this is, uh, now I know why I got this wrong. The chords were wrong, actually, like, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, so it could be that, or it could just be like, because it's brand new, like it hasn't sunk in. Yeah. yeah but I like, think though, <laughs> yeah, but, but I do have to say like Dynamite was definitely very catchy. Like, mm-hmm. I think even after maybe the first mm-hmm. listen, like you kind of remember. Dun, 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 dynamite, you know, whatever. <laughs> da, 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 Life is like a dynamite. Oh, I forget how the words go. Yeah. Light it up. Light, Light it up, up like dynamite. That's right. <laughs> um, 
something about funk and soul said something something funk and soul light it up like dynamite yeah but anyway yeah sorry (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i don't know i mean well so yeah dynamite is definitely i i don't think i've mentioned this yet but um uh, last year uh i got to spend basically like two months two months total uh, with my parents and in that time um i managed to fully convert them uh, you know, or, like I would, uh, I would, I would consider them like low key army at this point. Like the level, like they know all the names, like they know the songs. Like we'll come home, we'll come back in, and my dad will be like, you know, hey Google, play, you know, J Hope, uh, Daydream. Uh, oh my Google doesn't have uh, but um, but like that kind of thing. So yeah, so my mom, um, actually the, the times that I've been there, I was there when um, Dynamite came out, so I made them stay up. And I watched the release, and uh, when life goes on, came out, made them stay up and watch the release. But um, for this is kind of like going back to dynamite again. But um, uh, leading up to it, I was super excited because I was like, "Oh yeah, I finally like a song in English, like I can sing along." I was like, I was so I was so hyped for it. Uh, but then when I heard it, and like at least for like a day, a few days after, I was actually so angry yeah. about it. Because, um, so some of the things, and one of the big reasons that BTS has gotten so huge, like, you know, prior, like a few years ago, is beca- because of their lyrics and because of the things that they're, they're, you know, talking about in their songs, where, yeah, there are like here and there, especially earlier, like the like, ooh, girl, I love you, girl, like those kinds of songs. Yes, but yes. there's a lot of like really, really deep things. And then especially if you even go, you know, off to the side, you go with Yoongi, um and his yeah. August D and his songs like that. Um, one of my favorites is The Last, which I uh, highly suggest uh, if you haven't heard it, because it's like, not only, not only the lyrics, like if you're just listening to the songs and just how he gets, especially towards the end of it, like you, like, I'm gonna be like dramatic, but literally like it, it makes me cry sometimes because like you feel his pain, you feel his emotion and um, you know, just it, like he just, just, you know, smacks you in the face with it. <laughs> is that but the with, one? Uh, is that the one where he's um in, in a very sort of um a period piece? The music video is a period piece, that's, and there's that's like a Dishita. samurai. Okay. Yeah. So that's still yeah. That's August D, um, which is Sugar DT backwards. If anyone doesn't know, so Sugar. Oh, okay. Um, and then the DT for Daegu Towns, Daegu. Um, <laughs> fun facts, which is interesting because like. Um, you know, Hobie and Namjoon both have their mixtapes, but they're still RM and J-Hope. And then Yoongi did the August D, so that was Yeah, he has a different, um, he has an alter yeah. ego. Yeah. Yeah, basically, like his alter yeah. ego. Um, but yeah, particularly like the first August D album that's like, the last is on. It's like, yeah, it's very, and it's, you know, especially like if you're looking at Sugar, like BTS Sugar, very different because August D is like, you know, he's like, yo, fuck you, fuck that, like cursing up, like just everything and just... That's rapper Yoongi. That's like real rapper Yoongi. Cause like, yeah. you know, him and Namjoon were already, before BTS, they were already yeah. like, kind of established rappers. They had like a whole thing. But um, going back to Dynamite, like the lyrics were at this point, fluffy. it's fine. Yes. It, it yeah, was, it's, it's, it's totally a fluff piece. Yeah. I do agree yeah. with you on that. Yeah. 
I was, yeah, because it's kind of iconic a little bit, the grab a cup of milk, let's rock and roll at this point. But I was just so disappointed because I knew, like, for a lot of people, this would be their introduction to BTS because it's English. It's just, it's easy to pick up whatever. And that this is what they were getting. And I didn't want them to think, like, this is BTS. Like, this is the best they can do because it's not because they're just literally everything else. Like, er like now I'm like, and now it's butter because I actually didn't know butter was going to be in English because I, like, I just I've been like you know not on Twitter and following stuff but um so I was surprised and it's definitely lyrically it's better than Dino. it's less cringy <laughs> but um yeah but it's but still, I don't know, you know that dynamite was cringy um yeah you thought dynamite was cringy oh yeah with the grab a cup of milk let's rock and roll um I'm not like I don't know the lyrics off the top of my head but just some of them were just like I don't know it just it, it's not it's not their usual obviously like it's, yeah um but it could also be it's it's um it's kind of um well it's a floss song and I don't know how much weight you should give to because a lot of it it could it it sounds to me it was um you know rhyming and wordplay and that sort of thing and I don't know how much weight uh, would go into an actual meaning behind those words you know um yeah I mean maybe you don't agree I don't know sorry my ear I don't know if it's my earbuds that are cutting out a little bit oh okay oh am I cutting in and out yeah did you hear anything wait can you hear me now can you hear me? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I think. It's good. It's good now. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, testing one no. two three. <laughs> no, it's weird. Testing one two three. No, it's weird. Um, should I keep talking or what should I be doing? No. Just switch these. Okay. All right. So we're changing earpieces. Yeah, that's fine. It's good now, but like just in case. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you're right. I think you make some uh, interesting points uh, that for many of them, right? For like the mass audience out there that have not already boarded the army train um, or have not yet drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> um, you know, that this is dynamite would be their first introduction to the band and uh, yeah for I don't know I mean I don't know if that was an intentional decision on their part you know to make their first English single as a fluff piece as opposed to something like more weighty I mean life goes on was nice I mean I think oh I love I love life goes on and I love the, yeah. the album that was the quarantine album I, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I mean, I think that had a lot of like, um, it, it definitely sort of spoke to the, the time, you know, what we were all going through and all that. And um, so I think that was good. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm, well, here's the thing, because I haven't really been, that was my first song, my first BTS song. Dynamite. Uh, yeah, Dynamite. Yeah, because I wasn't, I wasn't really into them. I was aware of them, um, but I'm not into K-pop because, again, I think my idea of K-pop, despite that I'm Korean, uh, idea of K-pop is like very bubblegum, you know. Yeah. And like, and I'm not that into pop music in general, and so like I'm definitely not gonna be listening to bubblegum. So. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, but I was impressed. I think I was impressed that that they kind of uh, have gotten that level of notoriety and popularity in the Western market. And so I think uh, when they released BTS and uh, I'm sorry, Dynamite uh, in, you know, in 2020, you know, I was like, oh, okay, you know, let's hear them out. So I listened to them like, okay, that's a catchy tune. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I didn't think it was great. <laughs> it was a catchy tune, but I, what I liked about them was their group dynamic, I think. I think that's what sort of uh, caught my attention first. And then I became curious, but it wasn't until this year. So that was back in August, 2020, right? So um, I don't think I caught it on the day of the release. I think maybe it was like soon after, maybe a few days after. But it wasn't until, what, February or March of this year that I actually started, you know, watching uh, their videos and listening to their songs. So I don't know. Out of their, oh, I don't know. Oh, you froze. Video froze. Oh my goodness. It's the <laughs> webcam. Um, but you can still hear me. So while I fix this yeah. little chat, but um, uh, so out of, so as you've listened and you've gotten more into their, um, you know, their, their past work, um, has there been any other favorites that have stood out to you? Any yeah. Ones? So I kind of, I kind of said this uh, on a previous episode where they, for some reason, BTS, the topic of BTS came up. But anyway, so the reason why I started watching them is that I could not tell them apart. <laughs> it is hilarious that I could not tell them apart. And I'm like, and it could have been like, oh, I lost you completely. All right. Cool. Some uh, snipping, editing there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. All right. So yes. Yeah, so favorite. Uh, any other favorite songs? Um. Well, yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of like uh back up a little bit. Um. So yeah. So you were saying that when Dynamite came out, you were actually upset because the first song that they decided to release that's in all English, which would actually be the entry point for a lot of people who are not already BTS fans. Um, and so for that song to be a fluff piece, uh, you know, you feel like 
you feel like what like they cheated the audience or they didn't put their best foot foot forward or no I mean so so for example if you you can open any BTS album and you'll see in the credits in the back you'll see basically Namjoon um you know having a hand in every song Yoongi having a hand in pretty much every song so they you know they very much make their own music if you open B which they put dynamite on um you'll see it's not made by BTS like it's not the BTS song and like you can tell and so it's not it's not the fact that it's in English because obviously like I mean you know I you know I don't I don't speak Korean but that doesn't like it doesn't matter, you know, in terms of their music because you can appreciate it and look up lyrics. Like that's not a big deal. But um, it's just the it's just the quality of the lyrics is more so my issue, especially like, compared to literally all of their other music. Um, you know, where it's just like, oh, okay, like this is a little. And I think also like there's nothing Big Hit does that's not on purpose. Like Big Hit is brilliant. Bang PD right. is brilliant. So the whole point of Dynamite was also to get up in the Grammys, like that kind of thing. And that's what's also sad. And the Grammys is a whole nother topic. Uh, the scammies, as people like to call them. But, um, you know, it was also really... Uh, <laughs> It's like, okay, like we see you, like the first time they're finally nominated. And again, this is the same year that Map of the Soul 7 came out, which to me is, it's my favorite album, you know, masterpiece, like the, the, ugh, just everything, the, the message, the song, pretty much every song in there, I love. So again, so they, you know, they put all that up for nominations and what gets nominated? Their first song in English. And it's like, okay, like you, you know, you can appreciate and respect their other works, but as soon as, an English song comes out, you'll nominate them. So that was very like, all right, like cool, we see you. But you what, whatever, like on their part, like I understand like the big hit side and, and the BTS side where um, they're not playing in a fair game. Like this is, you know, these, these award shows and things like that where it's the same people nominated every year, the same artists sure. who win everything every year. And so we know as fans, like we're like, we are endlessly frustrated because we know how just amazing their music is and just how hard they've worked like all these years and especially to get where they are like globally um they're they're outselling everyone they're out okay they're outdoing everyone so i don't know if you hear that but there's like weird audio happening when you're talking yeah uh, i don't hear it um so yeah, the same people are being nominated uh, in the scammies. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, the Grammys have been uh, criticized for a long time, even by yeah. uh, American artists. Like Eminem is famous for criticizing them like crazy. And um, I don't know about, for some reason I'm thinking of Kanye West also, maybe, I'm not sure. I know Eminem definitely has, um, but yeah. But, but you're right. Same thing with the, uh, the Oscars, you know, it's like, um, uh, yeah. Um, so, but I, okay. So the, to be fair, um, are other, see, I was not aware that the Grammys were considering artists and albums from outside the U.S., or at least outside of North America, like maybe they'll consider Canada or something, or maybe maybe Britain, you know, England, um, but not really like, you know, across the globe. 
right? Yeah. So any anything outside the U.S. like is relegated to an other kind of category. Like it's not right, in right. the main categories. Right. Yeah, there's definitely a funny thing happening on the on, in the audio. Going back to the Grammys, um, yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, the focus of the Grammys is really American artists first, right? Mm -hmm. And then they sort of expand out to like maybe Canada and Europe and, and then elsewhere. I think, um, yeah, I think like, so, I mean, how many non-US, non-Canadian, non-Western European artists are actually considered, you know, seriously um, in the Grammys. Like they have to not only be like the top, top, top in their own country, but have sort of transcended the markets across, you know, the various oceans, <laughs> right? Uh, to finally reach an American audience to get noticed. And so, um, it, what I do find funny though, is that the popularity of BTS, um, popularity of K-pop in general. Um, when I tell people like, yeah, uh, K-pop and, uh, and you know, Korean TV and Korean films have basically, you know, dominate the Asian market, people are surprised, you know, I'm like, well, I mean, I don't expect them to know, uh, but but yeah, you know, and now they reached Hollywood uh, and now they reached Grammys. And, um, and so people think like, wait, where did these people come from? You know, they came out of nowhere. I'm like, no, <laughs> they've been around <laughs> for a long time. It's just that you're so U.S. centric or so, you know, whatever centric that, uh, yeah. and it's fine. It's fine that you are whatever centric, but to assume they came out of nowhere is kind of stupid, you know? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, so, I mean, aside from, aside from the uh, lyrics being fluff, um, you know, for Dynamite. So Dynamite was part of the B album, right? It, yeah, later was put on. So it was Dynamite first and then, yeah. And then B came out in November with, you know, Life Goes On being the main song from that. But um, Wait, was, so was Dynamite the only English song on the B album? Yes, and that was just in general their first English song ever, um, not yeah. counting the uh, collaboration with Steve Aoki, uh, Wasted on Me. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and that was a song that was nominated for Grammy. Yeah. So they nominated songs. and uh, So what category were they nominated in? It was, oh, I don't remember. Um, it, I, I remember, well, the or Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande won for Rain On Me. Um, I wonder if it was a, it couldn't have been a collaboration because it was just BTS category, but um, ah. it been like a group, something like that. Yes, yes, yes. There's like, there's a category like du a duo or group category. Yeah. Oh, so that was the category that they were nominated in? 
It was that show. So not only did they didn't win, uh, but either way, like the the whole um, like this award awarding. I don't know. You say it. It was moved to like the pre-show, so it wasn't even part of the main program, uh, which was like kind of like a switcheroo type of thing. And then, as many award shows uh, do, they fully used um, you know BTS like in the marketing heavily, like BTS performing Grammys, you know, like that kind of thing. And then um, saved them for the literal last ten minutes of the show, so to get that you know army viewership. But then we have uh, like, yes, I remember now. That's the criticism. Yeah, yeah, because they totally used them for the marketing and treated them like shit, basically. Yeah, yeah. But everyone saw, I mean, we obviously done, you know, been new, but um, it was great, like, seeing all the other articles specifically where it was like, yeah, like, come on. And yeah. (laughs) But then we have like, so for example, last weekend was Billboard Music Awards. And so that is, at least to me, how I see it, just kind of the complete opposite, because Billboard is, uh, the awards and nominations are based on actual sales and charting and numbers and all that actual stuff which bts dominates so um you know in the years since i've been in army i've seen them um you know nominated for more and more categories so this year um they were nominated for a total of four and they won all of them and they performed and they didn't save them the last 10 minutes they had them in the middle of the show um so yeah so definitely like as an army like it's it's noted you know like we you know we see this shit like we're not idiots like and, and it's just yeah like grammy's like thinking you know that we are and it's like you know that kind of thing but um yeah we see that and uh it's cool and and they've been performers on the billboard music awards for year since at least uh 2018 i believe and they, i think so yeah with fake love it was their first performance i believe and then um yeah and they've won top social artists past five years in a row just like you know it's a side thing but it's kind of cool but but also being in main categories like with top duo group um and that kind of thing so this year um i don't know if these are newer categories or if it's just the first time they were nominated for them but um forget which one it was because they're very similar categories but it was like top selling song or something like that and like so and they won that and um something else specifically for dynamite um but yeah so just seeing that some some level of you know recognition kind of finally um yeah Yeah, you know it's kind of funny so i was i was uh in an earlier episode i was talking to sebastian noel who he's my guitarist and he's um He's been Grammy Grammy nominated uh, for playing a part of a group. It wasn't his own group. It was, you know, another group that he was a part of. And that group was nominated for a Grammy. And I asked him, like, you know, hey, isn't it an honor just to be nominated? And he's like, musicians don't care. (laughs) You know, it it only, it only, uh, I think... The fact that you're nominated, like it doesn't give him, you know, it doesn't get him more gigs. It doesn't get him more Mm -hmm. recognition among, you know, like um, places uh, that would actually like uh, get him more jobs or more money or, or anything. I mean, if he won, I don't know, maybe, but, uh, but well, well, I guess like his attitude is because he's a he's a musician, musician, right? He's not a pop artist, so um, so he's like doesn't really like he didn't really care one way or another. 
Um, but I think though, like the Grammys and also the Oscars, it's uh, sort of an elitist club kind of thing, right? Like I don't, I don't know who, yeah. who cares. Um, maybe the fans care. It's well, if BTS didn't care, I wouldn't care. It's specifically that for years literally for years and it's like all kinds of different interviews where they're like oh man like what's next for you guys and Yungi's like you know maybe like maybe get a Grammy basically like they I there's that prestige factor which like you're just yeah. talking about like an actual musician doesn't care but I think there's the perception where it's like oh my god the Grammys like that's the top of the top right like if we win that like oh my god this means a lot and so I mean I hope maybe after like seeing because they're obviously and that's the thing like they're they're so intelligent like they're I, I think I think you know like the Grammys and other people and, and things are trying to like oh we can pull a fast one on them they don't know anything like it, which is going to be like further from the truth like they're yeah but anyway I just I hope that you know maybe after this year and seeing what happened like sure put out whatever you want to put out if it happens it happens fine but like to not be so invested in any, and you know they've been saying like you know, that's kind of like the final piece of the puzzle is like getting that Grammy. Um, yeah. So for them, it is, it is important. Um, you know, otherwise I wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not even sure if they really care either. Do they really care? Or is it- It seems like they do. Or is, uh, it, is it just so... a nice feather in your cap to have, you know, kind of thing, you know, to have that. Um, I don't know that the Grammy necessarily legitimizes them or, or like, I mean, they're legitimate as they are, you know, yeah. they've been legitimate. They don't need, they don't need the Grammys. And there is this yeah. great, I think it was Forbes, I want to say. Um, and they had a whole thing on BTS and the Grammys. And I think that like, kind of like the sign off was like, you know, as BTS gets bigger and bigger and the Grammys become more and more relevant, who really needs to. Uh, so that's, that's it. Right, it, like BTS doesn't need the Grammys. Like that's bottom line. So exactly. I, I mean, I think if they continue on this trajectory, like you know, they'll they'll own the Grammy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and the thing is, well, you know, it's it's like sort of like the last vestige of like an old sort of dinosaur era kind of thing, like like the old yeah. Hollywood movie studios, like that kind of went away, and and like uh, you know, um, I feel like it's kind of like that. The Academy, I I think the Grammy uh, people are called the Academy. I know the Oscars are also called the Academy. These are people who are who vote on who should be nominated and who should win uh, these things. And who are those people? They're industry people. Uh, they're, they're producers or, you know, uh, they're people who work in the industry. There are other artists. Uh, same thing with the, um, you know, the Film Academy. And, um, and I've seen a bunch of interviews who, well, not specifically for the Grammys, but for the Oscars. Uh, you know, a bunch of people who are in the academy and they flat out say, I vote for my friends. I vote for who I like, not necessarily the film that I think is the best. They, you know, yeah, there's a there's a bunch of videos like that. <laughs> I mean, like, it's a sham, you know? So like, yeah, why? 
like I don't care. I mean, as a as an audience member, as a consumer, I don't care if it, you know. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah. So you know what? If they win it, you're right though. I think, I think down the road, uh, the Grammys will eat shit. <laughs> have their reckoning <laughs> yeah they'll have their reckoning for doing what they did to bts our precious bts <laughs> so so let um i'd like to ask you about your story as to like how you became army because i think we're gonna we're, we're gonna talk about that right your army origin story okay uh what was the year all right yeah so so um my one of my roommates at the time she uh was an army um so this was i think my first it was like december 2018 and i remember and she like she just moved in at this time and um i remember her showing me specifically the video from mic drop um and and something else too like a clip from something else and you know i was like you know trying to convert me like get me hooked and i was like okay like that's fine whatever and i just kind of like i, I watched it when she showed me and i was just like whatever <laughs> it wasn't until um the bts uh boy with love snl performance um where again like she came back out and was like oh hey let's watch this um so i watched it and i was like okay like that's catchy you have my attention and so she was like all right i got her it's <laughs> cold so she she i mean we're roommates but she texted me she texted me a list of like videos to watch and out of them um, I just started with blood, sweat, and tears, and yeah, for you, you know, you, you know the video. Then uh, yeah, that was it. It was just like I watched blood, sweat, and tears, and that was it. Because like, especially like at the time, this is before um, you know on Kinetic Manifesto where they have the low cut tank tops and all this stuff. Like at the time, it was definitely like kind of like the, the sexiest video, I guess. Um, and that's a whole other thing where it just. BTS is a different kind of sexy because they're, and this is getting into other things, but um, uh, because there are other idol groups, male idol groups where like, yeah, they come out shirtless, like whatever, and, and that's the thing. But BTS were like, if we could see a calf or maybe like, a, you know, a collarbone or something, it's like, it's like the Victorian ages. It's like, oh my God, like it's like- <laughs> Less is more, yes. <laughs> yeah, and so like, I'm just, I'm so used to that um you know with them so then I've like I've gotten into Taemin um who's from Shiny which has been around since 2008 and like I'm you know he he released a video the same week as Butter which was last week or I don't know what time is anymore but you know he's like running around shirtless and stuff and I'm I'm still like oh my god I can't believe this is happening because I'm just I'm so used to BTS um <laughs> but anyway so yeah going back to that I wait mean, I, I miss I miss something who are you just talking about now Taemin from Shiny, group called Shiny. Oh, oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, got it. He's yeah. behind me. I just changed the poster. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so that whole day, I just watched Blood Centers the whole day. Um, but going back to the Boy With Love performance, uh, in terms of biases, oh, that's a question for you, if you have a bias or not uh, yet. But at least like from that, just from that performance alone, I was like, ooh, that one, like that one with the red shirt, which is Yoongi, which, you know, later find out. So, uh, yeah, from the jump, I was like, you know, day one, uh, Yoongi slash Suga. Um, yeah, he was my favorite. And then 
it, within within a month, like maybe like a few weeks later, um, my roommate, the army, she <laughs> she showed me this video, and it was um, J Hope being a dom for seventeen minutes straight, and then so that's where we became a whole <laughs> like how you were saying you know how we were saying earlier where it's like oh yeah sunshine will be it's like no like you know if you do the wrong thing like you can tell like he has like yeah this whole other side so it's basically like you know that kind of thing it's it's a lot of like older clips um and usually he's like terrorizing jimin uh (laughs) it's like choking him and like whatever but But uh, it's funny (laughs) you have to you just have to watch it okay but yeah so I was like oh okay well yeah let's you know we'll, we're adding Hobie there too um but yeah so that's how I started with the biases and then generally getting into them um and so yeah so, so this was April 2019 um and you know a month later was there they were coming to MetLife so it we just kind of got lucky I guess because we I was like we're going like we're going because my roommate she had been in army for probably at least a year at that point um and she was like oh i don't i didn't want to go by myself i was like I we're going like but we're getting the tickets we went on StubHub. like we managed to get i guess fairly like pretty decent tickets i think um you know like three weeks out from the event and yeah we went and like i said it was just yeah just such a magical <laughs> experience but uh yeah i guess that's that's how we started yeah so um have you been a fan like kind of like this level fan with any other group any other artist no so I I think with a lot because it's like I wasn't so again like I wasn't into k-pop before BTS or anything like that so it wasn't like I was like predisposition to like oh like get into BTS um and I also like even like growing up because you know like my age and like in the 90s whatever where it's like you know boy bands like Backstreet Boys and things like all that stuff like I didn't care like I didn't pay attention to that like boy groups I thought they were like kind of annoying uh I did like Spice Girls so girl groups fine but um <laughs> but I was like eh, I just like I wasn't even into it and so the only the closest thing I had growing up was when I was like 13 14 uh around there and you know a few years out uh was my chemical romance actually since I was um okay more like like emo at the time was the label um but yeah I I loved them a lot um also because like I'm from Jersey and like the whole band is from Jersey and like my you know my parents almost bought a house like in the same town as you know the singer and his brother whatever but um there was that and it was also like it it was it was that time as well because that was like you know I think let's say like 2005 2007 that was like the golden like emo age <laughs> as so was like you know Fall Out Boy and you know Michael Grimmett like all these groups um so that was my brother's favorite my brother's favorite was Fall Out Boy like we as a family like even my parents my parents were like it like love my chemical romance like my mom took me to go see my couple romance my dad took my brother to go see Fall Out Boy um so we did all that and but that was um yeah so that was my like I can't even say like teeny bopper because that's not like a teeny bopper thing, but that was my like teenage kind of like obsession at the time. Um, and it's actually like in contrast to like my chemical romance and like BTS, like it's like, it like, couldn't be more different. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was, I guess the closest thing, but it definitely wasn't, you know, at this level. I, I loved them for years. Um, yeah. And, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's different maybe because like, 
uh, well, not only am I, I'm an adult now, but it's also like BTS is my age. So I think that was the difference too. Um, it feels in a way it feels like a bit more, I don't, I don't know if relatable would be the word, but like, mm. you know, I was like 14 years old and I'm like, I'm going to marry Gerard Way. And he's, you know, twice my age. Um, you know, that kind of thing. But like Yungi, Yungi's two months older than me. Like we're the same age. <laughs> it's different. I don't know. I think that plays a factor uh, as well. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've definitely never had a, anything like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I, I would, I would a kind of guess, this is just pure speculation that a lot of, a lot of BTS ARMY, they, haven't been like fanatic about any other artists or any other group but there's something about bts that does kind of yeah. hook you in yeah and it's it's not it's not only their music it's not only their lyrics it's i think it's just the overall package there's something yeah. quite special about them you know um yeah um i think it it and and what that is and what I think that is, is um, at least the perception, because again, like we can't assume like, I know them inside and out, because obviously we can never do that. But we have like, there's that, yeah, the perception that they are very accessible because from the start, they started with me live where they were doing little yeah. vlogs, like little live broadcasts. So they would, you know, hop on there and do that. And they have so much content they have run bts they have i don't know if you've seen in the soup but that is that's my favorite uh program that they they've ever done because it was um last year so you know again pandemic time still but they got basically this i don't know i get i don't want to call it a reserve they got um you know along along this river just this house and it's just the seven of them just yeah. living and just like doing whatever i've seen clips uh, of those yeah yeah yeah, it's just it's so it, it'll be like an episode. Most of it will be like, hey, maybe one of them is just sitting around playing video games. Another one is like building a kite, but it's just like I could watch this like forever. Like it's just, and yeah, again, like they're the dynamic between the members themselves, like as a whole group. It's yeah, you can tell they're they're just very genuine. Yeah, and I think I think that's partly why people sort of get really attached to them because they feel yeah. like they get to know them uh and I think in in some cases they even like talk directly to some of their fan members um mm -hmm. yeah because I think there's one clip where Jimin is talking to a girl fan um and she was kind of telling him and how like how her boyfriend has to understand that he has he comes second he he will come second <laughs> always because Jimin yeah. always comes first and Jimin's like no no don't tell your boyfriend that he'll come and beat me up and yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute um yeah so I think there was like uh the uh, video logs and and um, those things. There's also a, a series that they do. I think it's called the Upper Room, something Upper Room or something, where they they um, have questions from their fans. I guess they've been pre-selected maybe by the producer or something, and they're in a basket. And then you know they're sitting around the table and they're just you know refreshments, eating, drinking, and then you know they pull out one question after another and they answer them and uh the one episode i i watched um 
the questions, a lot of the questions went kind of like ask them about their background and their childhood and, you know, very personal questions, you know, um, about like their impressions of like each other and, and stuff like that. And, and, you know, you could tell like they're answering them very honestly. I mean, diplomatically, you know, tactfully, uh, but also very honestly. And, and so you feel like, you know, that there are people and not just performers, not just artists. Yeah. So I think, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a huge factor. Yeah. Yeah. And like, as I've, I've gotten into BTS, I've, you know, now at this point, in the past few months, like, like I said, like, gotten, you know, to Tabin and, and other groups and whatnot, and just like getting more familiar with like K-pop as a whole and the industry and whatnot. And like, and not, not a, a dig at any other groups, but you know, you could tell, you get the vibe where it's like, okay, like, yeah, like even as a group, if they're doing like, you know, an interview or something together, like it's a different vibe where it does feel more like they work together and like that kind of thing. Like, but with BTS, um, you know, it, it just, it generally feels like they're like, you know, you're my, like, you're my like brother, like, and, yeah. and yeah. especially like with, with Cookie, um, who he was what, 14, 15 when they started yeah. in training days. Yeah. Um, you kind of like think of it it's like they kind of like raised him like they in a did. way and so yeah. you and you know and he says that and it's like you could you you feel like the other six are, are reflected in him um it's like it's so cute and it's like they you know and he's like he's such he's such a happy like soul like to the state like you know and so you could tell like they've they've taken care of him and like yeah. you know how they they raised him and kind of shielded him from some things or whatnot because the you know, it's vicious. It's vicious with the K-pop industry. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With with uh, any any aspect of entertainment industry, it can eat you alive and chew you up and yeah. spit you out. Yeah, I mean, we know that uh, from like any number of child stars who have gone yeah very wrong right in their adulthood, and because they haven't been properly protected and 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 properly raised by the people around them, you know? Um, but yeah, so that's, I think that's another great sort of um, testament to like how the older members kind of really looked out for the younger members, uh, especially JK. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're just very endearing, you know? Um, I don't know all of them. So I, I find it interesting that you use the word bias and not word, uh, the word favorites so is that a, a particular lexicon in army speak well in i don't know if it's i think it's just in general like that's i don't i don't want to i don't know if it's for k-pop specifically but um i think it's more a, a term for like just in general like it's the, the maybe bias. yeah maybe it's um Maybe it's the Asian interpretation. So, um, so uh, in Asia, particularly, I'm not sure about China or some of the Southeast Asian countries, but especially Korea and Japan, they adopt a lot of English words. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they love English and they love America, and they love the American culture and all that. So. Uh, they um, they adopt a lot of English words in the in the everyday vernacular. So if you watch, you know, uh, there was there's a funny story. Like back when when I was in college, I used to tutor kids. You know, like private tutoring, particularly um, 
Korean immigrant kids who need to, you know, learn English. And so, so I would tutor them. And there was one kid who was very bright. Uh, he was in eighth grade. So he was a little older than the kids I normally uh, tutor who are usually in like um, elementary school. But anyway, so we're going over different vocabulary words and the word was rival, right? Like, you know, your nemesis rival, you know, that sort of thing. So I was explaining to him what rival means, right? In Korean. And then after a couple of like, I don't know, maybe a few 10 seconds, he finally goes, ah, libel, <laughs> which is the Korean pronunciation of the English word rival. And then it dawned on me, I'm like, yes, that's right. Korea, uh, use, Korean uses a lot of English words in their, in their everyday uh, vocabulary. So from that point on, whenever there was a vocabulary word that he didn't know, I would actually pronounce it in the Korean pronunciation to see if he knows what that is. Because that, that saved a lot of like explain, ex, uh, expl, explaining time. And then if he didn't understand, then I, uh, then I would you know, guess like, okay, maybe they don't actually use this word. So I think maybe the word bias is one of those things where they uh, adopted uh, to mean favorite. Because bias in English in, in the American context does not mean favorite. Um, it often has a negative connotation too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Well, I wonder, I wonder yeah, if it could also be how, um, you know, for example, in you know, K-pop and, and J-pop and whatnot, uh, where the they're referred to as idols versus like here, like in the US, we would say, you know, like, oh, you know, pop star, pop star. or something like that. But idols, it's that's a whole other thing because idols. Like, you know, if you, you know, know the industry, it's like, okay, you have to do years of training, you have to debut, there's like all these other things. And then it's this just, this like tier, this like, yeah, you know, above that, like this like God tier, not God tier, but yeah. like, you know, this like thing where it's idols, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. A different term. Um, yeah, kind of like uh, maybe American Idol, although, although, you know, the K-pop and J-pop has been around much longer than that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, so it's kind of like, uh, you know, British English and American English and Australian English being different, you know, I'm sure Canadian English also, like, you know, you use different words, like even within, a, uh, within the US, some regions, like the Midwest, they say pop instead of soda, or I think it, I think that that's true. Well, anyway, some regions say pop and some regions say soda, and some regions say tennis shoes and some say sneakers. It's kind of like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that was a long roundabout <laughs> journey to get to a simple, simple uh, language evolution phenomena. <laughs> um, so my bias, do you want to guess? Well, I, um, I don't know, maybe like, let's have, not clues about the person, but like clues about, I don't know, like what, I, I will say this. He's Your one of the rappers. Things. He's one of the rappers. Are you a Juni? Uh, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not as familiar with their nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> yes. RM. So I still, I still call them by their stage names. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, I, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll use stage names. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's okay. Yeah. I'm a Juni. Um, so uh, so the reason has nothing to do with his rapping skills or his musical skills or anything. It's the way he carried himself. 
and um and i could tell like oh okay he's he's the more mature one out of the entire group and this is way before i started watching the interviews where he would introduce himself as i'm the leader of the group and that sort of thing so this is before i like i knew any of that and just after watching uh i think just a few maybe video uh music videos so it wasn't even like uh behind the scenes stuff like there was something about the way he carried himself it's like oh this guy he's he stands out as the mature one so i thought immediately that he was the oldest and then as i watched you know some of the other videos like interviews and behind the scenes then i found out that he's not the oldest but he's the leader which sort of explains why his um uh, his behavior and, and the way he carried himself was was that way um, so yeah, no, he's my favorite. I kind of, I kind of like. Uh, I think I, I tend to like head honchos in in any kind of <laughs> dynamic. <laughs> it's it's really interesting. Um, yeah. And so I like I don't know, I like figured Judy because I've noticed like particularly in the army friend group that I had, um, pretty much all of them. So out of like kind of the initial group that we had, uh, or just even you know as you know, I don't know more and more, meeting more and more people in group expanded, everyone got to know each other. Um, majority of us, like we're in our, you know, mid to late twenties and up, right? So into thirties, forties, um, and majority, you know, of, of the people, you know, were a Juni bias or, you know, one of the young, young lines, like older members. Um, and I've noticed, um, people who are younger, like the younger girls, like they tend to favor the mock main line. Yeah. And so, which for people don't know uh is so um, <laughs> yeah which uh so yeah so Makne, um which is um jk who is the youngest then taehyung and jimin and then young line um namjoon namjoon's the Makne of the young line uh but yeah so namjoon uh hobi yoongi and then jin so in the fan chant it goes in age order but because namjoon is the leader he's first so kim yeah. jin kim so jin yeah. yeah, we should also try the fan chant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is a fan chant? Because I hear them every once in a while. Like, yeah. Also, I love watching like clips where it like in a performance and you hear the fan chant in the back. And um, yeah, I don't know. I've seen memes where people thought like, is this like you know a satanic ritual going like, something like yeah, that? Where they just hear it. It's a mashup but, of their names, right? It's okay. So it's also funny. There's this one clip that I saw like from a while ago, and like. Even the boys couldn't do it. And it's like, it's literally your names, guys. So it goes, um, so what they do, so part of, um, so a lot of the songs, it'll actually be like officially from Big Hit, this is the fan chant. So this is when you repeat this word. This is when you start the chant. This is when you do this. So there'll be like breaks. Uh So for example, um, you know, Blood, Sweat and Tears, like the whole musical intro in the beginning there, that's when you start the fan chant. So, um, So it is... Uh, Kim Nam Joon, Kim Sook Jin, Min Yoon Gi, Jung Ho Suk, Park Jin Min, Kim Tae Young, Jung Jung Gook, BTS. And so that goes with like the beat of the song. Sometimes it's faster, sometimes it's slower. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like built in there. But there's a specific order, right? Yeah. Yes. So, so Kim Nam is starting, first. Yeah. Yep. And then an age order. Oh, okay. It starts with Kim Nam Joon and then age order. My question, if I ever get to interview them, is how did Kim Nanjun become the leader? Because he's not the oldest. He was um, the first member. I, I so doubt that that, 
uh, that could be part of it. I doubt that's the only reason. Yeah. 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 Um, well, <laughs> actually, let's qualify that. He he is the first member of the now BTS. There was an earlier iteration of BTS, and he's the only surviving member of that. Um, so the assemblage of BTS started in 2010. Um, that's when Big Hit or the guy, uh, Bang something. Um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, the, the owner of Big Hit. Um, when, uh, when, you know, they started recruiting members and I don't know if uh, RM was the first member recruited but he was definitely early ones. So anyway, and they kind of cycle through different members um, until they decided eventually, I guess, to let everyone go except him. And then they recruited other members and then those are the members that we see today. Um, so they hadn't, they hadn't yet debuted. So it was now with the current members, they debuted with that, uh, with that group. Um, at least that's the story I'm sort of piecing together from little bits and pieces that I gathered from here and there. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of curious. Um, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe because he was the first member of the current group, and that's why, because um, you know, in the Korean culture age is a big thing in, in hierarchy. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, you know, I do wonder like if, if Jin and, uh, and Hobi, uh, not Hobi, um, Suga, uh, Yoongi, if either of them ever feel slighted that, um, that Namjoon is the leader, but it doesn't appear that way. Yeah, it doesn't appear that way at all, actually, uh, which is good. Anyway, yeah, and it's yeah. it's interesting because it's actually this might sound a little silly, but like the um the phone game that they, they released um, <laughs> it was 2019 BTS World. I still have it on my phone, but I haven't played it in a while. Um, it actually, you know, it starts with because you're supposed to be their manager, and it like it actually goes through how each member joined, uh, which uh, is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, so basically like. Jin, like, you know, they pulled him in for his looks that, you know, that was like one of the things. Um, JK, like JK, for example, um, he was being scouted by a bunch of different um, companies, but one of the reasons he went with BTS and Big Hit was because of Namjoon. Like, he was yeah. just so enamored. And like, to this day, he's like, Namjoon, like, he's like, oh, it's yeah. his, his idol. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that, that, that is very cute. And, you know, and all of them, all of the members actually have tremendous respect for, for Namjoon um, and his leadership. So, which is also great to see. Um, yeah. And so, um, all right, cool. Let's, um, okay, so you start out there and, um, so, was it was there anything in particular like when did you start like start having biases uh 
like literally day one <laughs> like, oh, okay. like like i said with like yungi where it was like oh that one with the red shirt because i mean i he fully i mean yungi is like usually like not sometimes he's like kind of up in the front with the dance line because that's the thing and one of the things i love about him and his personality because he is he is a cat like that's that's kind of like the um i don't want to say I, I don't know how you describe it but like to army like he is the he's like a cat like he's like the grandpa of the group like he's very like even at the end of like the um the dynamite remix video where he's doing his little little dance and making his face like all the members like jk's in the back just like yo go yugi go grandpa yugi uh, <laughs> but um <laughs> but um yeah i i just lost my train of thought going to the other things but yeah just like just from that performance like oh oh so that was the thing that like he will like complain about things a lot and be like oh like, i've got to go do this like whatever but when he does it like he is i mean they're obviously all fantastic dancers but like yungi kills it like you know he'd go up and like do some stuff and um yeah it's just it's so funny because that's like part of it and it, it it's funny going back to like the inception of the group because they were you know initially going to be like a rap group like yes. that's their and so so yungi already being a rapper was like oh yeah cool like i'm about this and then just you know thankfully um you know at a certain point they shifted and started to, you know like hey jk like maybe let's have you stop rapping and like actually your you know, vocal talents and he's the main vocal um so they you know actually started to play to each member's strengths instead um but yeah, I kind of like look at it is in a, in a funny way, like kind of like they tricked Yungi into like being in the group. For, like after that, they're like, "All right, we'll get him in. We'll be a rap group." And then, okay, all of a sudden, no, we're in this we're this idol group, and you have to dance now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm actually, you know, I I would like to see more rap incorporated into their songs, and I feel like the rap portion of the songs are getting like, you know diminishing more and more yeah. and like yeah and you were complaining about Hobi having only three lines yeah I was looking at it and it was like RM was like he he doesn't have any lines either you know? yeah and he often is not uh even when they have rap portions he often is not sort of the focal point either it's often Hobi or uh or Yungi uh who have many more rap lines or or sort of like is the centerpiece of that rap um you know portion um yeah well i think um well definitely with butter for example um i was talking to my my, my roommate who had gotten me into them about it the other day and um yeah yeah as we're talking about it, it really feels like it the song is by the time it does get to yungi coming in with its few lines it's like well like this is like a completely different song because the whole first half is just mm -hmm. the vocal line mm -hmm. and then like okay yeah they you know they throw in the rest of them later um but then you know you have the songs so the songs that i like more um like idol for example like kicks off with namjoon and like that mm -hmm. is about more so the rap line and then you have like the vocal line like coming in here and there but it's the rap line mainly mm -hmm. um yeah and then of course like on the albums you know like episode seven where you know they'll do when it's the full album they'll do like a full vocal line song and they'll do a full rap line song obviously i have a rap line bias like not just because two of them are my biases but just like just musically like oof like it's just it's so satisfying like it hits like they're just uh so good so like oh uh, like if you heard uh like ugh exclamation point which is the the rap line song on not seven 
so so freaking good like oh, compared to like um what is the the vocal line song zero o'clock and like for me like it's okay but it doesn't do anything for me you know but the rap line songs yeah no, it's, um it yeah and, and the thing is i'm not i've never been into hip-hop i don't know a single rap song um <laughs> and i think um yeah i mean if you were to ask me like you know any rap song and i think i was mildly sort of intrigued by um oh, what's that girl who did anaconda nikki nikki minaj. minaj yeah i was mildly intri- intrigued by nikki minaj not the anaconda specifically not the anaconda <laughs> song her, some of her earlier stuff uh yeah. because she rapped like crazy fast yeah. and i was like how does someone actually articulate those sounds that fast? And like, I can't even talk that fast. How do you rap that fast? So I was like fascinated. So I was, I was uh, listening to some of her earlier stuff. The Anaconda is like stupid. It's the stupidest thing. Although, I mean, I think vi- in terms of video views, that's like the highest maybe. It's all that butt cheeks. It's like, yeah. really, who cares? Um, even as a rap song, it's kind of sucks. Um, but anyway. <laughs> But I'm not a I'm not a hip hop listener. Um, but I think what I'd like about um, the BTS songs is particularly the ones where they weave in the rap portions and the vocal portions really well, yeah. like Idol, like um, like Airplane Part Two, and I think mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. yeah, those are those are our, some of my favorites um i also like on as well i, I think on is such a great anthemy kind of song mm-hmm. you know uh, the whole drumming mm-hmm. and and everything and and uh and the vocal bridge that jk does amazing <laughs> <laughs> i like i like i just got these films like, yeah like, <laughs> um but um yeah yeah, yeah. So I, I do. I, yeah, I like Idol and, and Airplane Part 2. Also, musically, because it incorporates like sort of different cultural styles in it. Mm-hmm. So there are specific lines in Idol that incorporate traditional Korean sounds. Yeah. And in Airplane Part 2, it's just sort of like Latin-y sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if they're traditional, but the, you know, there's a bit of a Latin kind of feel to it that I like. Um. If you, um, if you haven't seen it, I highly, highly, it's, it's my favorite live performance ever, which is big, big thing to say because all BTS performances are amazing. But um, my favorite performance is the um, 2018 Mellon Music Awards. So the whole thing is great, but specifically the idol portion. So not spoilers, but it starts off with, um, Hobie, Jimin, and JK doing solo dances. Yes. But it's the 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 version of Idol is the I, I don't know if there's like a version name for it, but it's like more traditional, traditional sounding. Um and they do like with the freaking I I don't know the names of the things, but it's just like the yeah, it's it's amazing. Like it's my yeah, like, they do uh, you're talking about the ones with uh the, they kind of have a spotlight on each of them one at a time, right? And they do a whole dance. And, and so um, I think Hobie is the one who's doing it in front of like a um, whole wall full of the drums women, and drummers. The, yeah. 
uh, and those are traditional Korean drums. Um, and uh, I forget which, um, is it Jin or maybe JK? He, he has this like really long kind of like yeah, the fabric thing. Fabric. Yeah, yeah. So JK. that's, the, yeah, that's JK, yeah. Um, it's also kind of, um, it's a nod to a very traditional kind of dance. Um, yeah, I forget what Jimin does. Jimin has the fan dance. Oh yes, the fan dance, yes. That that was kind of quite amazing too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what he has gray hair in that one, so that's why earlier I was like, "Is it Jimin?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks great with the gray hair. Like that's that's one of oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do do you know um, the favorite hair color of each of the members? So, Namjoon uh, is gray. I know. I mean, just based on um that BuzzFeed Puppies interview that they did. I know Hobie and JK, at least at that time, they like red hair. Um, I'm trying to think, cause I have my monitor here and I have them as my wallpaper oh. now. Um, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm looking at right now. Um, Yuki, Yuki kind of rarely dyes his hair. I know the fans are obsessed with mint, like the mint Yuki, uh, which I, yeah, it's whatever for me. I actually kind of like him with black. That's my favorite for him. Um, that's my favorite song. favorite. I'm sure. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think I am basing off of that BuzzFeed interview. Yeah. <laughs> well, JK, I know he's like said before. Um, at least like one time, he's like, "Oh, I can't really like dye my hair because it's weak or something." So he like he did. He had like Idol. He had the red hair, and like around that time, like 2018, he was Cherry Cool. Um, and yeah, now he's like kind of been playing with it a little bit more. Usually he's like, oh, like since I can't dye it, like I'll grow it and I'll do different styles and whatever. Um, sweet as that, but yeah, Jim doesn't do much. Yeah, I think um, Jim, Jim, doesn't, Jim doesn't really dye his hair that much. Rarely. I mean, I love um, In Fire with the blonde hair. I think he looks right too. He's also blonde in Idol. Yeah, he well. was also blonde in Idol. Yeah. Fire with the pushback that's the thing because Jin doesn't let his forehead out and when he does it's like game over you know <laughs> it's like, <laughs> he's like protecting us because it's like too much like we can't handle it but yeah when it's like pushed back and long like it's like boom <laughs> like end of 2019 like his hair was black and it was long and he had it pushed back <laughs> yeah I was like oh, I mean I, I I don't know if I'd call you a bias wrecker, but like you're getting up there. So yeah, that that's that's total gangpe look. <laughs> total gangster look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gangpe is gangster. Yeah. It's interesting like, speaking on the forehead thing. Um yeah. specifically when they, they come to the US, because that's another thing that I love is uh, on YouTube. It's called like crack videos, like crack <laughs> compilations, and it's just if, yeah, you just kind of have to watch them. But um, one of the videos I was watching, it kind of pointed out where uh, when they come to America, they are they are completely different. Like they they mm -hmm. they style their hair differently. They dress differently. Usually, they'll be a bit more unbuttoned. They'll have their for you know the hair back. Um, but also, I feel I get the feeling that they I don't want to say it's a little bit more comfortable in a way. Like I feel like they're a little bit more natural. Um, and not that they're ever, you know, fake or anything like that. I mean, in that way, I mean, like, more, like, relaxed, perhaps, versus, like, you know, created reviews and, and things like that. Like, there is, if you, like, watch, you know, you can see a bit of a difference. And they've gotten a little bit better, American interviewers, but they were just, they're so... 
condescending sometimes. Stupid. Yeah. For, for a long time. But now I think they recognize and if they know if they uh, mess up, ARMY will get them. But <laughs> I think so. um, I think the interviewer that the ones that I've seen out of the ones that I've seen who maybe treated them the best is James Corden. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think all the interviewers, they try their best to be polite and, and all that stuff, but they do make comments here and there that just seems like um, condescending or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's stupid. Like, I mean, there's yeah. one, I, I forgot which red carpet it was. Um, it might've been the Grammys a few years ago or something like that, but it's just like some stupid person. It's like, so like, uh, you guys are here, but like, where are your girlfriends? Like, blah, 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 what's going on? And she's like, you know, Namjoon is just trying to like be polite, but like deflect and like, blah, blah, blah. like, oh, we have army. Like, yeah, whatever. But like, don't, you know, and they keep like pushing and just stupid stuff like that. But um, in terms of, yeah, the people who are like, are like, you know, like we, you know, we love, um, yeah. James Corden has been fantastic. Um, Jimmy Fallon, he like, kind of like just as a person, I'm not sure how I feel about him. Like, I can't tell if he is fake or not, but. Oh, no, he's, comes to, he's totally fake. It's a total persona. Um, I mean, I, yeah. I've, I've heard in various, um, not interviews with him, but interviews and talks about him uh, where they specifically, um, you know, it's a persona that they crafted uh, when they started the late, you know, when he started hosting the late show or tonight's show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that could, that could be questionable, but at least when it comes to <laughs> BTS, like he's, you know, he's had them on multiple times. And I, I kind of like to think of it as this like East Coast, West Coast, like rivalry, like between Corden and Fallon, because it was, I think it was this year. Um, where, you know, Corden had a special with them, um, had them on, whatever. And then, like, right after that, like, Fallon had, like, BTS week. Like, and if you haven't seen those performances, literally all of them were probably my favorite performances. Yeah, oh, no, they're I've spot seen. on. Yeah, they're those spot on. Those were the sets, like, everything was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um. So that, um, so things like that. And then even um, Colbert, like, they were just on last week. I have to watch the clips for that. But, you know, he has them on, you know, pretty like regularly like you know once a year or whatever it is but um yeah yeah well that that was like, it's adorable to watch that yeah yeah that one's okay uh you know uh colbert asked him like can i be a bts member and jin, <laughs> jin is like yeah yeah uh and then it's like <laughs> okay what should i do dye your hair yeah <laughs> pink um, pink color <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah i think jimmy fallon um i think but jimmy fallon in general is very nice to all of his guests that's that's his thing that's his signature that he's nice he comes across nice all his jokes are nice all his jokes and everything he does are crafted for jimmy fallon to come across as a nice guy that's the thing that's the persona um and so so also you know that also includes like the way he treats his guests and everything um yeah, but you know, but I think like as a host, you know, of any show, you should treat your guests nice. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to treat them crappy, you know. But uh, but yeah, no, but some of them do get a little condescending and stuff like that, and and like and, the Ellen interview, like that that one interview. Like if you yeah. well, if you don't know, um, you know, I, I probably know, but say it anyway. Yeah. yeah. So they they actually had you know they had a translator there as well. Um, but you know, she asked them like, you know, have you ever hooked up with any of your army? And like, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, Namjoon was like, okay, like processing, but like I'm sure like he got it, but it was also just like, how do I respond? And then um, she's like, oh, like you know, telling translator like, you know, tell him, tell him what hooked up means. Like, come on, da da da. And then like, you know, that translates, and then Taehyung is just like not not it's yeah. like not no no, yeah. <laughs> no that was perfect but. that was perfect that, that was so Taeyang. yeah um no i think i think bts members handled i think whatever situation that they're in they genuine genuinely generally handled it very well and very professionally yeah. um even when they're slighted even when they're dismissed they still kind of like handled it well uh, which is another thing that I like about them, you know, because they understand that this is a game, yeah. you know, and you don't really, you don't really get anywhere if you're like pissing people off or, or, or playing the victim game or, you know, or whatever, you know, because I mean, they could certainly say like, sorry, you're being a fucking asshole, you're being a racist or you're being, you know, whatever. I mean, they could certainly play those cards, but they don't because it doesn't really get you anywhere um you know i mean not not on you know on in those situations uh or maybe anywhere in life really um i mean really um yeah there was um there was also one like a red carpet thing where they were asked and i thought this was a really stupid question at first i didn't think anything of it but then i was watching another commentary commentary video and i totally agree that the question was they asked um bts was what other k-pop groups do you think will be will be coming up after you will be sweeping <laughs> yeah. i mean like are you fucking kidding me like like why would they say like yeah such and such other group will be next in line to take over yeah. us i mean like they're, they're so funny because that was like the the ultimate cringe question that literally all you know american interviewers were like who do you want to collaborate with and then just like at a certain point like you know i it was like again like i'm one of the grammys red carpets they just like they just stopped they're just like uh yeah like i want to collaborate with um uh rm j-hope Jimmy, like they're you know naming each other like each other. BTS, yeah i want to collaborate with BTS. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah because um you know i mean that could be a legitimate question but if that's the only question that you're asking it, it and you get it over question. and and, it, and if that's the question yeah. that you're getting over and over and over again from interviewers i mean what does that imply you know, that you're not fucking legitimate unless you, you yeah. establish or you attach yourself to another established artist. Fuck, they're established. <laughs> <laughs> Get over it already. Just because you're not, yeah. you know, you're not with it. Does it mean like, you know, the world does not revolve around your small world of knowledge. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's like, why am I getting heated? 
Yeah, and like the people that they have collaborated with, like, yes, I mean, they've said like, sure, they would love to collaborate with like Ariana Grande yeah. and Drake and people like that. But the people like the songs that they've actually done, it's it's typically like smaller people that I would have never heard of if they hadn't done a thing with BTS, like um, Max with, uh, you know, Blueberry Eyes with Yoongi, um, Lauv, I still don't know who he is, but like, I, I do like the song, <laughs> um, Who he did with uh, JK and Jimin. Um, I do love, uh, you know, Palsy on her album on Manic. She had um, Suga's interlude, which is like, especially for this weather, the rainy, like dark, like I just listen to it on repeat. It's just such like a beautiful song, but yeah. 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 (laughs) But yeah, yeah. obviously like Halsey's bigger, but that's, I actually, um, oh, oh, at the event where you and I met uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, the featured singer, uh, Frank Bell, uh, Mm -hmm. I was chatting with him afterwards and he said, that he was going to collaborate with uh, BTS at some point. What? Yeah, I know. I'm like, really? I was, I was a little <sighs> bit incredulous, a little bit. Um, so yeah, so I don't know exactly um, what and how, and I didn't, I didn't get to those details. I mean, what I wanted to ask, what I, <laughs> I know, what I wanted to ask, I did invite him to be a guest on my podcast, and he said yes, but and then. And then when I sent him an email with the with the details, he didn't respond. So I'm gonna have to follow up with him. Um, but um, what I actually wanted was to ask him, "Hey, can you kind of get me in somehow <laughs> to like interview them or something?" Go for it. Yeah. And, and like, and I've been daydreaming about this and like how I would interview them. I would totally do it. And I would say this on camera too, like at the beginning of the interview that I'm going to interview in Konglish because my Korean mm-hmm. is shitty. Uh, so I'll mix in Korean words here and there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's Konglish, you know, you mix uh, Korean and English and, you know, that's what a lot of immigrants, immigrant kids talk. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Kind of like Spanglish, but um, but anyway, yeah. So I I daydream. I do daydream about that. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> like, what kind of questions would I ask that haven't that I haven't been asked already? You know, uh, and I don't want to ask stupid questions. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, they, you know, you can tell. Um, so one of the people that they do regularly interview with, um, Zach Sang. Um, you can, this is also, so, you know, Taehyung has his vibe checks, um, but also Yoongi does too. So Yoongi typically, like, he doesn't speak up in interviews, and there's also this, like, army joke slash theory that he's actually fluent in English, but he just doesn't want to talk to me. Right, right, that's a joke. But, um, but in those interviews with Zach saying, because he's asking questions about, like, their process and, and, you know, things like that, and just actually, like, their music and, and everything, and, um, that's where you de speaks up and he like, you know, jumps in, he like, you know, talks with them. And, um, you know, there's, oh, I forgot what year it was, but there's, you know, they're like coming into his like, you know, booth, whatever it was to like to do the interview. And like, they're all like, yeah, like, cool. Like, you know, like, I see you guys. Like, yeah. What Zach saying, is that, is that like the, it, it seems like a radio show. It's like one guy and I think two girls. Is that, that the one? I don't, I don't know if he's with anyone else. I, I only know him through like, BTS okay. interviews and I, I think I started following yeah. on Twitter but uh, um, yeah no no this is BTS interviews so uh, you know I think it might be in it might be a Chinese station 
yeah, because Zach Sang is, uh, sounds like a Chinese name. That's why. I no, he's a white dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But uh, um, yeah, they're all like, there's the video and everything on. Uh, he has it all on YouTube. Yeah. Do you know what different languages they speak? I know uh, um, RM or Namjoon, he speaks English. Um, I think to some extent, they all speak Japanese. Yeah, that's very, what I've, um, yeah. <clears throat> I've wondered because they do have- um, They do Japanese own. shows all the time. And, yeah. um, and also they, they release albums. Japanese albums. Yeah. So I think they all, to varying degrees, they all speak Japanese. Um, but I think some of them speak more fluently than, than the others. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Jin, I was impressed, totally impressed. Jin speaks Chinese. I didn't Chinese <laughs> is hard. It is, it is hard. Um, yeah, no, he speaks Chinese. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen clips oh, of interviews Jin. where he's like, <laughs> He's like totally speaking in Chinese, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <Aww>. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know what other languages the other members speak, but but yeah. So here is a group, multi-talented. They could sing, they could they actually write and produce their own songs. I mean, their their hand is all over it. Um, they write portions of it. Um, and certainly Namjoon, I think Namjoon is involved in the production side of all the songs, I think. Um, I think Yoongi, most of the songs and not all of them get involved in the production side um, or, or even like the lyric side. I know um, not all the time. <clears throat> and uh, they speak multiple languages um, and I, I was actually checking their profile online and um, all of them, maybe except for one or all of them actually have degrees or in the process of getting degrees from a cyber university. Because <laughs> they don't have to, they don't have time to go to actual colleges and you know, they were, no. they were like scooped up right after, right out of high school. Um, so yeah, so I think, so while they're touring, while they're producing, while they're learning choreography, while they're doing and doing all of this behind the scenes stuff, everything, they are also getting degrees if they have, uh, some of them actually have finished degrees. Um, so, I mean, they're incredibly accomplished if you think about it, yeah. But anyway, yay. <laughs> and, and even like, also like on the side too, like. Uh, Yungi, I don't know the, the official name for the group, but he is on, um, there's like a, I can't, I'm just going to butcher this, like, I, I, I don't want to say like an organization of producers, I, it's, it's, um, I don't know, I can't say, I, I can't think of it off the top of my head right now, like what it is called, um, but yeah, he's part of like, in, like, a, I don't want to say an academy, but like, like he's recognized specifically like for his work as a producer as well. So he's, you know, at like the award shows and stuff like he's produced for a lot of other artists um, mm. and, you know, and is, has been recognized in that way as well, like for, for his talents there. Um, so that's really cool. And they all did too, like Namjoon and Namjoon's, um, you know, collaborated with a lot of other um, artists, um, you know, on like an individual basis. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, no, no, uh, they're really cool. 
So um, I was thinking, um, I don't know if you uh, remember we, we chatted about like um, quizzing each other on trivia. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I actually have yeah. questions prepared. Do you have questions? All right. Let's. Oh crap! I didn't know. <laughs> oh no 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 no! That's fine. You you could you could you could ask me off the top of my head, a uh, top of your head. So should we like take turns? Yeah, you start because I want to see like what what's the okay. questions. Okay, <laughs> all right, I'll start. Okay, I'll pull up the questions. <clears throat> all right, I'll start with easy ones. List all the <laughs> BTS members according to height in descending order. Uh, Namjoon. Namjoon is the tallest. Um, well, I'm so happy I have this picture up here in front of me so I keep track. Um, Namjoon, I think I would say probably these days. Cookie is second, I'm thinking. Um, then it's probably between uh, Hobi and Tay. Oh, maybe my list is old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going off like now, like, you know. Are you know, going off now? Cookie. Yeah. Um, I mean, Namjoon's still the tallest regardless. He's like six feet tall. Um, and then the shortest, I feel like it's, it's well, and then Jin would be probably maybe <clears throat> third from the bottom there. But I, I there's this like joke, I, I, I don't know, like how I view it. Um, they always tease Jimin about being the shortest. But I think, I mean, like if you Google both of them, I'm pretty sure it's, it still says like five nine, right? So, but they're not gonna, like if they said that to Yoongi, they never, okay. They teach Jimin about it mercilessly, but they never say anything to Yoongi because maybe it's also the age respect factor. But like, I like to think like it's because Yoongi would like beat their asses if they try to like do something. And they're just like, Jimin is an easy target. Let's make fun of him because he wears platform shoes and all that stuff. And he's very like <laughs> sensitive about his height, so. I think Yumi's probably actually the shortest, but maybe it could just be Jimin's shoes that give some uh, edge there. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, my information may be maybe date outdated. Um, yeah. So the so the list I have is uh, Namjoon first, and then Jin, and you know the differences are inch half inch like you know between each member yeah, so it's not similar. like huge yeah it's not like huge differences yeah. so uh namjoon jin and then um i'm sorry jin and uh i think v are yeah jin and v are tied at second place a uh, second tallest and then jk and then j-hope and then sugar and then jimin so the difference between sugar and jimin are like half an inch you know or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah very <laughs> There's um, there's a uh, there's a uh, one of those um, behind the scenes video. I think it's called Confessions or something, where each member go up on like a platform in makeshift stage, and uh, and they they're just blurting out whatever is like is on oh, their yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah getting getting it off their chest. And when <laughs> Jimin went up, he's like, um, you know, one of the things he said is to one of the producers. Um, can sugar also be uh, uh, called? I think gome, uh, or that it's a, it's a it's a sort of term of endearment for like little kid, because we're only <laughs> we're only one centimeter apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, cool. Okay, you next. 
All right. Okay. So the only the first thing that's like popped into my head, I, I feel like it should be easy. How many? Uh, so again, this is the rap line. How many ciphers are there officially? How many what? Ciphers, like the the BTS cipher songs. Oh, I don't know what. <laughs> well, I don't know what cipher is. Sorry, I don't know. Okay. What cipher is. So we. Okay, so maybe I don't know if I'll have good questions because that's just the first thing I thought of. So, um, ciphers on the up till Wings. So Wings was the last album that was Cipher Port Part Four. Um, those would, I guess, essentially be like the rap line songs. So a lot of them, it's it's you know, yeah, it's rap line only. Um, I don't know how to describe each of them, but like, yeah. So it starts with Cipher on. Um, Wait, is Cipher an album? It's a song. It's the name of the song. It's oh, the okay, track, okay. Track title. So, okay. yeah, and, and across the albums, you know, numerically. So I'm just like looking at my albums over here. So, um, Dark and Wild, Cypher Part Three. Um, oh, I see, I two. see. Yeah. I see. Okay, okay. Yeah. 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 They do a lot of part ones and part twos and, and different parts. Yeah. Airplane Part One. Airplane Part One. Uh, I actually watched it uh, way after Airplane Part Two. And when I watched it, it's a it's a J Hope song actually. Yes, yeah. you know, um, and there's a particular sort of stanza where you know he goes he raps. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if it's the same words because I didn't bother to look up the lyrics. I don't know if it's but it's definitely the same cadence and same melody that he repeats in Airplane Part Two. So tying the two songs together. Yeah. Anyway, it's and he great. Dances on the bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a good question. So I'm just gonna guess, total guess, five. I know. <laughs> no, I kind of just, yeah, just said okay. it on, um, yeah, there's only four, but then there's like, um, you know, obviously there's, there's other rap songs beyond that, a rap line song. So like, you know, dang, and, uh, and, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's the right. joke that like, oh, you know, maybe it'll be a cipher part five, and then Taehyung will be in it, like cipher part B, because like that's mm. the thing. Like that's the. It's not. I don't know if it's even if you could say it's a joke. Like I think he just like he just wants to be in the rap line. Like he's such a rap line stan. Like, <laughs> and there's that one clip where he's he's like, you know, I I don't know if this was like Festa or something, but he's like rapping like cipher part three. I think it was and then it like it's coming up to Yungi's verse and then I think like somebody like you know kind of like Yungi like Yungi, like jump in just do your thing and then he comes in just like takes over and like Tay is like because <laughs> he's like going like Tay is like dabbing like he's like feeling it and then like Yungi comes in and just like <laughs> boot like step aside <laughs> um I, I would say over time uh Tay has become my second favorite uh because he's such a character <laughs> And he's, yeah. he's such a naturally charming person and his expressions and, you know, what he does is, is like very expressive and very quirky and very playful and just, he just has a lot of character. Yeah. Like on screen character. And I think he's, he's kind of probably the same off camera too. Yeah. I actually, I kind of even, maybe even love even more like how he is these days where he is like, you know more reserved and more quiet but like there's so much like there's still even if like if you if you don't know and you're not paying attention you're just like oh he's just you know really quiet whatever but like if you know and you're watching Young, like you know just the slight like faces he might make or just just like little like subtle things and just like it's saying so much yeah uh, yeah yeah it's, hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's funny 
Yeah, and in, in the Ellen interview that you alluded to earlier, where he's like, not, not. And then, <laughs> and then Namjoon says something, it's like, you know, correcting his uh, his vocabulary. And then he goes, no. <laughs> that whole thing. It's like, perfect. And then like, like during the interview when they're like, you know, Namjoon's talking to you and stuff, he's just like sipping his water. He's like, like, what a- <laughs> like, <laughs> And then, like, yeah, previous, like, other years, I've watched, like, compilation videos where it's, like, like what is going on in his head? Because there's one interview, it's probably, I don't know, maybe 2016, 2015, something like that. And he is, like, they're all sitting on a couch, and they're all, you know, paying attention to the interviewer. And then he's on the end of the couch, and he's just, like, looking in the opposite direction, like, <laughs> into space, like, making this face, like, and, like, having a whole conversation with himself, like, and just, like, what the fuck, day? <laughs> Like, where do you go? But yeah, love it. My next question. So I'm actually going to like uh, allude to remember like the confessions video (laughs) that I mentioned earlier Uh and Jimin, he's like um, lamenting about how people are picking on him about his height, right? So in in addition to the producer, he actually also uh, named one other person by name. Do you know who that is? He particularly didn't like what this person did. He's he's one of the members uh, in reference to his height. And he was particularly, uh, yeah, is it, um, uh, I'm thinking it's probably like JK being yes. uh, disrespectful when yes. you know, he's younger and he shouldn't be doing that. Totally. It was totally yeah. JK. In fact, he says, <laughs> the first thing he says is, Chan Chan Gong. And like, and he comes out still smiling because Chan Gong is always smiling. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, you're two years younger than me, or I'm two years older than you, and you yeah. dare pat my head. I am two <laughs> years older. I ate these many bowls of rice. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the thing. That's a Korean thing where, you know, uh, when you want to emphasize how much older you are than somebody for, I don't know why, but the fact that you were, you ate so many more bowls of rice is a thing. <laughs> Uh, but you know, it's it's an expression. You know, it's like, blah blah blah. Yeah. Anyway, yes. So you got it right. Yay! Yay. All right. Next question. <laughs> and he, yeah, he's still doing that stuff. But I, I love. Uh, he calls them Jimin Shea. Jimin Shea. Oh, Jimin Shea. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Jimin, right? Mr. Jimin. Um. Yeah. It's she is like you know how Japanese they uh, um they add san to everyone's name mm-hmm. it's the same thing yeah yeah like, jimin san jimin shi yeah so it's technically like he's still technically being respectful oh yes right? yes like, yes. Like, yeah. yes 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 yeah so <laughs> even it, yeah yeah <laughs> that's how he says it he says it in a funny way <laughs> oh jk yeah yeah jk oh uh, so it's he's probably being uh, a bratty uh bratty yeah. <laughs> but still honoring the older yeah 
it's always I, I I'm kind of noticing as we're talking about it yeah like Jimin is a very easy target for basically everyone I guess uh, uh <laughs> yeah I wonder what that is but but it's okay um all of them they all boss JK around because he's the youngest yeah <laughs> so but then especially like you know these days because you know like I said like he uh he's a he really enjoys working out and specifically like getting buff and stuff like it, it's just funny because they do tease him and stuff but if there's like a run bts episode where it's some type of physical activity they're like oh my god jk's gonna beat her ass like that, that kind of thing. like they'll make fun of him but like not they won't go too far because like they you could tell they are kind of scared of him a little bit <laughs> oh no but that's that's kind of like joking they're joking yeah they're not, joking but they're not you know. actually scared of him no 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 <laughs> yeah it's cute <laughs> um because you know i don't think wait i left korea over 40 years ago like 45 years ago or something but i don't think the culture has changed so much that this has changed age trumps strength <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise you're a really 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 bad person you're like yeah <laughs> but anyway um all right your question to me Okay, that's this probably should be actually maybe too easy. Um, what does RM stand for? Uh, it originally stand for Rat Monster, but uh, he officially I forget which year, like 2016, 17, or one of those years, mm-hmm. he officially changed to RM uh, and telling his fans saying it stands for real me. Saying real me now, okay, that's interesting. No, I mean, (laughs) no, no, he doesn't say real me, but when he changed from our um rap monster to RM, um, you know, because you know, he he was signifying a sort of a transformation or an evolution, and how now the new RM stands for real me. Well, that's what I read, so unless my source is wrong, (laughs) (laughs) sources that's um. So that's another thing. So there is, um, I forgot, I think it was just, it was, it was an interview and it was um, uh, just, you know, people interviewing Koreans, like what they think about BTS. And um, there's this one older man that they interviewed and um, he was like, yeah, he was like naming people and he was like, oh, like Rat Monster. And so like to this day, like JK still uh, clowns, you know, Namjoon about that. Like he'll, he's like imitating the, the, the man from the interview and he'll be like, Rat Monster. Like <laughs> you like hear him in the back on like Run BTS or something just going Rat Monster. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's JK. JK yeah, JK. <laughs> JK. Just joking. Just kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, my question. Let's see. Uh, this should be easy. So, what are uh, each member's real names, like full full Korean names, and stage name, and one of their nicknames? <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, that's, that's, that should be easy. So Kim Namjoon, um, RM, um, he likes name like adding IE to the names. Uh, you know, it's like sweet little kind of nickname things, and he likes that like for himself as well. So like Junie, so they call him Junie. Um, <laughs> Kim Sook Jin, stage name Jin. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, they call him. Uh, they also I've seen them say like Sook Jinny um again with the ie like making it cute um 
you know what that is right um you're adding the e sound after the name um it's um it's a thing in korean so you uh you usually add that you know for little kids so Mm -hmm. yeah so it's kind of like yeah yeah making it sound like yeah they're all kids Actually, there uh, I've seen videos where like uh, Jin would say "edra," which means like "Hey, you kids! <laughs> <laughs> hey, children! Come over here!" You know, kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah. So Minyunghi, Sugar, slash also Augusty. Um, He has a bunch, I think. You said something about uh, a cat, so something related to a cat is one of his nicknames. I don't know. This is funny. What do you? This is what I found. Little meow meow. Oh, little meow meow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, little meow. Well, that's one of them. But also, for Jin, yeah. you forgot. You forgot. Worldwide handsome. Oh, worldwide handsome. Oh my God, how could you forget worldwide handsome? Oh, <laughs> yes. So that was a <clears throat> not not to uh, put my mom on blast or anything, but like no. I said, I've, you know, I've gotten them into it. But uh, you know, she's like, "Why does he say worldwide handsome?" I'm like, "Is it that handsome?" <laughs> I was like, "No, mom. Like, it's it's." I mean, I fully believe that he has the confidence, but I don't like it. It kind of initially started as like somewhat of a joke, but then it's like that's that's his tagline. Like that's the thing. It's like we're like handsome. Was it something <laughs> that he was it something he made up or it was given to him? It was at least from what I remember is that um, he, you know, as I guess they they started getting bigger um, and had more global fans that like you know people around the world thought that mm. he was handsome and he was like oh people think I'm handsome like da 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 so then he was like worldwide handsome okay <laughs> got it yeah but yeah because he wasn't you know definitely like in the earlier years he wasn't you know that wasn't a thing yet so yeah. we could, I don't know we could probably trace the start date you know back like when was worldwide handsome <laughs> but um all right so for Hobie well J Hope Jung Ho Sok um sunshine the sunshine or hobie Uh, hobie is actually yeah i usually i usually call him hobie it depends what he's doing right so hobie usually hobie by default i i say um you know hosok if he's being nasty like if he's you know sorry i don't know yeah hosok hosok okay um (laughs) hobie hobie um who's next uh jimin why i can't well park jimin um i think of any other things i don't know jimin she probably doesn't count um he it's not even a nickname but like his thing is like cutie sexy lovely yeah Um, (laughs) well he he said this he that he said this uh during the carpool karaoke Oh, dumpling. He's a little. Uh, oh, no. Well, James. Hmm? No. Oh, not mochi, dumpling. mochi. Why was I? Yeah, yeah, mochi, mochi, <laughs> mochi. <laughs> mochi. Yeah, because it's cheeks. Mochi, mochi, and Papa Mochi. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see, Tay. So Tae Young, Kim Tae Young, V. Um, v. Uh, 
Tay Tay. Um, I mean, Tay Tay is just what I usually. Yeah, yeah, Tay Tay is one of them. Okay. There's also another one where I think um, it, I think his fans maybe gave him this nickname. Something boy. That bad boy. <laughs> no, I don't know. What? Good boy. No? Oh, good boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah From yeah. the Colbert interview where they're like um, going around introducing themselves and he's like, uh, my name is V and I'm a good boy. <laughs> no, he, he said it in a bunch of other interviews too. Yeah. Yeah. This, this was like 2019 yeah. that interview. So I think like, yeah, that's yeah good boy yeah i think i think (laughs) um yeah i think uh, i think that may have been a nickname his fans gave him um and uh and i think i wonder if it was sort of a um So good boy in the sense that he listens well, maybe to his fans. <laughs> I don't know. That's, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah, where I'm that just... came from. I'm just kind of guessing, actually. <laughs> totally guessing. Yeah. yeah. All right, um, who do we have left? Sorry, this uh, is a long answer. Sorry. Jung Jung Cook. JK Jung Cook. Yeah. JK, yeah. Cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yay. Wow. Good <laughs> job. All right. Next question for me. So kind of similar. Um, so I don't know if this will be, it's, it's usually in other places too. Like if they, uh, you know, post on or something, this might be more of like on the Twitter side of things, but I think mm. it's, it's also been on other shows too. But anyway, um, each member has an animal associated with them. So usually it'll be like an uh, emoji or something. So yeah, I don't know all of them. I think, I think uh, Jin is either Jin or Hobie is giraffe. I think. Uh, Jin is like a little hamster. Okay, yeah. Jenna's a hamster. Somebody's a giraffe. I actually don't know. I don't know. Um, but I know what you're talking about. They do. They do have specific emojis that are associated with each of them. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know them. Yeah. Yeah. So Jin Jin is a hamster. Namjoon actually. Um, Namjoon's usually a koala bear because of Koya, um, his BT21 character. Um, who knows who's next? Uh, Yungi is a cat. Um, Hobie is a squirrel. Um, and I think that's probably because he usually has his little like little pouch, his little side pouch like, at all times. Um, so he that. Uh, who's next? Jimin is a little, little chickadee. Um, Tay is a tiger. And then Cookie is a bunny, which is also uh, his BC21 character. I wonder if um, um, Namjoon's uh, emoji is koala because he spent some time in, um, Aust- I think, Australia or New Zealand, one of those two. Um, I read somewhere that he, he spent like several months there um, learning languages. So could cool. be. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah. Bye. Next question. I'll do one more. Let's see. What's a good one? <laughs> okay. So, and you could choose which one uh, to do. So, uh, you could uh, talk about what backgrounds that they had, each of them had before they joined uh, BTS, or uh, what other careers they would have gotten into if they were not part of BTS? <laughs> if I if I don't know one, can I answer with the other? Do a mixture? Sure. Yeah. yeah okay. So, who cares? No. Um, <laughs> there are no uh, rules yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. No. I know. I know. Namjoon has like talked about this before. Uh, well before bts like he was already um a rapper so that was that was the thing prior to that um jin i know jin um he went to school for like acting acting and drama so i think that's where he was going to be headed um if not in bts um next yoongi Yugi, he was a rapper before BTS, but I think if he wasn't in a group, like I think he, he said he was still trying to be like producing and, and still being in music, um, regardless. Um, Hobi was a, he was a dancer. He was like a, like a, right way I said, like street dancer. Yeah, like, street dancer. Yeah, yeah, street dancer. So that was the thing, like he had a, he had a, a group and everything like that. Um, so he was already doing that for like 10 years or so for a long time uh, wow. before BTS. Um, so you see like, you know, there's the cred, there's like the cred to like, you know, they're not just coming out of nowhere. They weren't just like plucked. Like it's like, yeah, they have the talent beforehand. Um, next take out. Oh, Jimin's next. Um, well, Jimin, Jimin was also, a, he went to school for I forget the type of dance. If it's contemporary is the right word. Um, yeah, I, he, think, I think so. Contemporary, like the very like just like fluid, like you see, you've seen like uh, like Black Swan. Yeah, like, you know that performance there. Um, yeah, he went to school for that. Um, so I BTS World also like it has this like side version that might not be accurate at all, but like yeah, otherwise he would be uh, helping out making rice cakes at least according to the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Young, I know he said um, if he wasn't in BTS, he would be a strawberry farmer, uh, <laughs> which is adorable. Um, um, yeah, that's actually not true. Uh, so before he joined BTS, um, his father was sort of nudging him in, in this particular direction. Um, do you know what that is? And that that's what he actually says in, in one of the interviews that he would he would have ended up doing if he didn't join BTS. What? He was going to be a musician, but a particular music instrument. Oh, is it the saxophone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the saxophonist. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, that comes from his father. That, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's so funny. So, in one of the interviews, he actually says sax, porn, uh, star, right? But it sounds like sex porn star. Oh, yeah. And then you could hear in the background Namjoon saying, Correct your pronunciation <laughs> in Korean, and then he goes, "Ah, 
saxophonist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what it looked like. Classic, classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. uh, Did you get everyone? Oh, uh, JK. No, I think. JK. Um, I don't know what he would be doing. I mean, literally before BTS, he was in school. He was in school, yeah. <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's in, uh, yeah, he's in middle school. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I know yeah. like before picking, like going with Big Hit, like he was being scouted by a bunch of other labels as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. In one of the interviews, he said that he would be a pro gamer. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Before, yeah. And actually, also, like um, J Hope, Hopi, he, uh, he said he would be a tennis player. I don't know how. I think that's that a is. joke. Yeah, because yeah, he, yeah, that was the thing where he's like, oh, yeah, I got a bronze medal. And like Namjoon is always on the side, like, yes, out of three teams, you got the bronze medal. That's like, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of three teams. But I, I, I can't tell which one of those is a joke or if they're both jokes. Um, because, you know, out of three teams, you know, that sort of line of joking is actually very typical Korean joking. You know, like, uh, like when you when you uh, tout yourself about a certain accomplishment, you know, so the immediate sort of like uh, rebuttal is, yeah, out of like three teams, you came third, you know, out of, you know, even yeah. if it's not true, <laughs> like people will say that uh, as a joke rebuttal. Um, and actually, RM actually says that he'll be a, he would be a businessman. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could totally see that. I could totally see him being like, totally like being a CEO of some company or something, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, like for a while, like I was like, Namjoon for president. Like, I was like, I'm a really? No, president. don't be, don't be president. <laughs> don't be president. Um, yeah. Own your own company. Run your own company. Don't, don't run the country. Um, yeah, I don't know how he would be as a politician. Um, all right. Uh, your last question for me. Oh, ah. Okay. Make it a good one. Oh my gosh. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, okay, okay. Um, all right. So who during trainee days, um, which member uh suffered, well, I don't know if that's the right way to put it. Um, which member was involved in a car accident? Ah, uh, okay. I don't know, uh, I, but I did hear about this. Um, I feel like maybe Jimin. Ah, uh, Yoongi. I was gonna say either Jimin or Yugi. <laughs> so, um, so what had happened was, yeah. So in the trainee days, um, 
because and for anybody who's not like familiar with um you know the training process um you're you know you're put up you have you know food and board and everything like that but you know you're not paid and then the expenses that you've incurred as a trainee you're expected to eventually pay back um so at the time uh Yugi was you know trying to get some money and he was doing deliveries and so yes I believe he he was on some type of like scooter or vehicle or something like that and then was hit by a car mm. and he um and his shoulder was broken and so at the time and this is i'm assuming about you know 2012 or so um because they did in 2013 uh he basically kept that to himself um he never went to you know a hospital or anything like that what? and so basically you know went around with a broken shoulder and um because he was afraid of possibly getting kicked out of the group um so fast forward to now um he you know in all of the years he never you know got surgery to like reconstruct or fix it um because they've you know they've also been just non-stop since debut so the end of last year basically about a month or so after dynamite came out um he finally went and got surgery and so he was out you know, you'll, there's a lot of like live performances from the end Without of last him. year that he's not in. Yeah. yeah. So that was why. So he finally did that because it, it got to the point where um, the live performance that they did in um, October uh, on the second day and like army noticed immediately he, um, the choreo was something they had to lift their arms and he couldn't, like he couldn't lift his arm. So it, it got to a point where it was just like, it was always painful, but it just like, it became weight, like just like kind of unbearable, like in his daily life. So he finally did something about it. He, you know, he got, he got the surgery. Um, so it's good. So, I mean, you know, it's unfortunate, obviously that you know, the, the downtime and the pandemic and everything like that, but at the very least, like he finally got the chance to be able to, to do that and get better. So, and he also, um, wow. in, in the last that I was talking about from, you know, the, the first Augusty album, he also like talks about that as well. And, yeah. Wow. I mean, for him to endure that kind of pain for that many years, because, um, I mean, at some point after the debut, like they did start making money. Maybe like, at that point, he, I, I have a feeling he didn't tell anyone until until it yeah. became unbearable. Then he told, uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's that's quite amazing. <laughs> You know, and then people, you know what I, I, you know, I hate like anybody who is just not, you know, not familiar with them and, and their personalities per se, if they're just like looking at them, they're like, oh, Yungi, like, you know, what's his deal? Like, why does he have such an attitude? It's like, you know, like Yungi, Yungi is like the, the sweetest little, like he like cares about them so much, but it's also like, you, you know, you have to understand like all of these years, like he's just silently like been during this pain and you know, just everything. And yeah. Yeah. Anybody, anybody says that. I mean, but also that's incredible work ethic. Can you imagine? You know, yeah, and like not wanting the rest of his team down, and yeah, and you know, and all that. So yeah, wow. And he's he's very open about it too. Like he, uh, particularly again, like in in through August D, but also even um, uh, initially it was on YouTube. I think you can find it elsewhere now but at least the first series um I forget what it's called because it's always like a play on BTS but I think it's Burn the Stage is the first um documentary series so they have like individual episodes and then they have kind of like a movie format for it but um yeah it's like following them on tour and how like you know he brings his setup and everything 
um, you know, to the hotels and he's like producing, working on songs in the hotel rooms and stuff. Um, you know, but he was talking about how just like, I don't feel like this process, like he's just, he's just kind of like so tired, like all the time and just like trying to like work through it and, you know, just like not, just trying to like to not let people down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, all right. Um, Okay. I think uh, let's let's wrap this up. So, um, what do you want to tell? What would you want to tell people who don't, who are not army yet? What's so great about being in army? I think. I mean, well, one one ask would be. Yeah, to just like, just make make the effort to understand, make like take the time to kind of like educate yourself, learn more about BTS as a whole, like their music and their background, where they come from, and just like, the music itself. Look up look up lyrics to the songs, learn you know more about their process and who they are as people. And then for Army, you know that that's the one thing that I hate is that freaking stereotype where people are like oh it's just a bunch of you know 13 year old screaming girls and it's like that couldn't be because obviously like look at like look at us like it's the furthest from the truth like it's the most diverse uh both in you know backgrounds and age like it's the most diverse fandom I've ever seen um but also just a very positive and accepting one so I think that would be like the best thing is is yeah it just it feels like Oh, not to be like cliche or whatever. It, it really kind of feels like home. Like it doesn't feel like I just the people <laughs> and like if you could like be in an arena with other army and with BTS, like you'll just like I said earlier, like it's it's really not again like maybe a little cliche, but it really is magical. Like it's just yeah. I even yeah. I I really hope I can like pull my dad along, you know, whenever they reschedule because I think like. I mean, he likes them already, but I think, like, I just want, like, you know, like, my parents to experience that, too. Like, my favorite people in one place. Yeah, I kind of think. Yeah, it's just, it's so positive. And, uh, yeah, and, and you know, they say, like, they have, they have a lot of songs, like, Microcosmos and We Are Bulletproof Part 2 and Dual Set and all, all these songs where it's, like, it's, it's about, you know, it's about ARMY, where it's, like, you know, you, in Microcosmos, or no, yeah. Microcosmos, like you got me, we got you, and that's how it is. Yeah, you, yeah, you feel that. Yeah, and I think that's also another thing that sort of struck me about uh, about them is they play, they pay so much tribute to their fan base as well, yeah. and they recognize that. They recognize like they really couldn't have come to where they are without without the fans, and it's not lip service that you know that they. Yeah. Uh, say that they really really do mean it one of my favorite things to watch is like when there are uh, clips of uh, their live performances where they just scream out army army <laughs> and were we both thinking of Jin at the one with that <laughs> oh that There's one that one clip right? <laughs> yeah that one too I was actually I was actually thinking about Jimin uh in that in that particular instance but yeah that one that one's precious too <laughs> I have to send you this link. There's, um, it's one of my favorite things. It's a, it's a song made out of BTS memes, and that probably sounds weird at the jump, but it goes with the video. I'll send you it, but it's like, yeah, just the, it includes that, and that's made me think of it. Yeah. 
so funny. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like memes, memes only army knows, like that kind of thing. <laughs> but and the song is is it's dope. Like it's actually like I just listened to it on its own. Let's <laughs> see. But, um, yeah, that, yeah that's awesome yeah yeah send it to me i would love to watch it yeah uh but uh so okay let's let's do the let's do the the i purple yeah i don't know i purple you <laughs> i purple you so this is this is the so is this is not specific to bts is it the symbol no i, I think, think it's it's just, it's just korean k-pop yeah, yeah korean. so this is the you could do this which is the heart but this is the K-pop part. Uh, you could do that too. <laughs> this is the K-pop part, and uh, and and the expression is "I purple you." I don't know why, but anyway. Hey, actually, here, here, oh, right here. There's I an explanation. Right here. This is because it comes from Young. Purple is the last color of the rainbow, so it means I will trust and love you for a long time. Kim Young. <laughs> oh, nice. So that expression it comes from BTS. Uh, yeah, is this and also correct from Porahe? Ah, that, yeah, yeah. Pora, Pora is purple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that kind of makes sense. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, Cassandra. <laughs> All right, Cassandra. I purple you. <laughs> Yay. Thank you. Yay. Thank you so much for, for coming and doing this. This was so much fun. Uh, and I've been asking all my guests to do this. So will, would you uh, do me the honor of telling my listeners to subscribe to my channel? Oh, oh I've always wanted to do this. Okay. Yes, uh, listeners, ARMY, hey, ARMY, not ARMY, everybody, subscribe to the channel. Woo! <laughs> yes, please. Yes, do it. Uh, we love you. <laughs> Thank you, Cassandra. Thank you so much. No problem. Okay. Yeah. Bye.